LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you, guys, for being here. Today is Monday, December 5th, 2022. And this is episode number 585. Barry on deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hello, you raggedy bitches. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Losing my voice. Uh, I don't know if I got sick. I don't think I got sick. Um, I don't know if it's like drainage or what, but if I sound raspy, I I couldn't get the... up i couldn't i couldn't make it happen uh but i tried so here i am um fighting through the pain for you guys also because nor's nor's like no days off ho get in there and work you raggedy bitch uh real quick let me let me check something here oh my gosh um blah 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 okay it's weird oops Oh, so, sorry. I just checked and realized that I got, uh, I texted at 1220 to be on the Isaiah Factor yeah. and missed it. Well, sorry. I just saw this. I'm sure you guys have already filmed. Sorry about that chat. Uh, see, this is what happens when you don't check your phone all the time. My phone is always on vibrate. Uh, next time just give me a call and it'll ring. I suck. You guys. I really suck. Well, there goes that. So much for good promo. Jesus Christ. What a, what a way to start the week. Hey, uh, good to be back. Uh, last show we did was the roast of my face on Wednesday. And uh, we were off uh, Thursday and Friday because your boy was uh, on the road traveling, kicked off the first leg of a little mini Christmas Heck comedy yeah. tour thing that I'm doing. So, uh yeah, it was cool. I'll, I've got stories. I'll tell you all about it. Have no fear. Uh, but this thing looks a little red, by the way, doesn't it? I don't know why it's doing that. It's uh, oh, you know what? It might be the it might be the Kelvin. The temperature of my little uh, my little lighty light here. Mm, yeah, we'll do the six K. That's a little better. That's not as red. It's not like I'm tan or anything. All right. Uh, let's start this show. Let's start this program. Let me say what's up to everybody that's uh, popping stuff in the chat. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Ah, four days ago, Alan Denson resubscribed for 10 months. Let's go. Uh, oh, my bad. Uh, yes, I can absolutely be there. They want to do it live. Action News 
17 with Belinda. So apparently, like a lot of times, we would do when I would do the Isaiah factor, it would be done like on Zoom. But I guess that was because, uh, you know, COVID. So I guess we're doing it live. Cool. Let's see what she says. I was like, my phone's always on silent. Next time, just give me a call and it'll ring. She said, I did call first. I'm a mess. Hey, let me say what's up. Oh, shit. We got a hype trade going. Sorry, guys. I'm a little discombobulated. Uh, Alan Denson, thank you for the 10-month reset, buddy. I scared the shit out of myself. I scared, literally scared the shit out of myself with my own little sounder hype train thing. I, I even, I'm the one that started it and still scared the shit out of me. Alan, thank you, buddy. Hard throw. Philip Bernard. Thank you for the... 69 like Steve-O! Let's go. Steve-O has been subscribed now for three whole damn months. Jared Taylor with 10 months now subscribed to the channel. We have a one-month-old. Yeah, you got two babies now. You got a stream baby and you got a you got a real baby. Ugh. At least you don't have to put the stream through college, right? Hey, Vince Not Diesel, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. The hype train has begun. Joe Hernandez, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. And Jared Taylor with 200 bits. <sighs> Gang's all here. Let's do it. Get the... Shut up, chair and chat, whatever the hell that was. Uh, let's do a shot, shall we? Sure, why not? Let's let's just roll with it. Let's see here. Um, This will be for the hype train. And also, I haven't even publicized it yet. I just haven't had a chance. Um... Uh, but also, this is for this is for the hype train. You guys are badasses for the hype train. I appreciate that. But this is also for a kick-ass roast that we had last week. We hit our goal. I kind of f- messed up the the calculating a little bit, um, but we we did hit our goal of two thousand. So we're we are good to go. I am proud of you guys. Uh, thank you guys, and I'm so glad that I got to shave. And now my ugly face can just be ugly on its own without help from the beard. But again, cheers. And thank you for the hype train, man. I appreciate it. It's nice to start uh, start off the week with a hype train. So, man, cheers to you guys. I missed you. I'm glad to be back. Uh, love you, deckheads. <coughs> okay, that's... Boy, that was the wrong idea. I have had a sore throat for two days. And that, that was not smart. Oh, my God. The wrong thing to do is shoot whiskey on a sore throat. Holy shit, that was awful. And not just the shot tasting bad. That was just awful. Oh, my God. Okay, Uh, let me say what's up to the chat. That's called the chat on this program if you're new. Hey, if you're new, raise your hand. Put your hands down. I know a bunch of you raggedy hoes are going to act like you're new. You ain't new. Um, but we got, uh, we got the chat in here. So let's say, Hey, we do that every day on the show. I like to say hello to the chat, which is shout out to the chat, not the past tense of shit. It's chat. And, uh, yeah, cause you guys are the show. You make the show without you. It's just me being a weirdo screaming at myself into a camera and a microphone. You guys are an integral part of the show. You are the show. So uh, I always say hello to you. Chris Reyes was first. Uh, although he wasn't first, first, first. That was Alan Denson like uh, fuck, three hours ago. Alan was super early, but I appreciate that, buddy, man. Thank you for getting in early, Alan. Uh, Alan, he said, what's up, deckheads? And that was, uh, yeah, a while ago. So, uh, <clears throat> oh, my gosh, that 
that really killed my throat. I don't think I'm going to be able to do my birthday shots. I may just have to do it with Diet Coke. Especially since now, your boy done been confirmed. Make sure you tune in tonight, deckheads. Uh, I will be live, live on the Isaiah Factor talking Deion Sanders leaving uh, Jackson State. So I guess, uh, I guess I'll save my opinions for the Isaiah Factor. No, I won't. We're going to talk about it today. Daddy needs content. Yeah, I got to talk about it just so that I can not make videos. Uh, yeah, so confirmed. Um, cool. I'll be there. Arrive at the station by 1015. Security will let you in. Yeah, I know. the. I know the drill. I'm there all the time. <laughs> okay, that's not true. All right, here's the chat. What's up, too? Christopher Reyes, Mr. 1%. Sorry about your pod bean, buddy. I still love you. Uh, day one, Donna. My sweet, sweet Donna. How are you? Happy Monday to my sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, Christian, what's up, fam? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Tiger Stripes got in early. I dig that. Uh, Alex Villanueva is here. Philip Bernard. He said, what's up, deckheads? Happy to announce I returned Barry back home safe and sound. And also, I have entered the transfer portal. Excuse me. Nice. Very nice. Nick Gamboa's in the building. What's up, dog? Demata, my guy. What's up, buddy? Terrence is here. What's up, Terrence? Thank you for being here. FJ is in the building. Did I say Alex Villanueva? I think I did. I did. I said Alex Villanueva. So good to see you in here as well. AJB. Super Falcons fan. Aaron J. Bryant. Good to see you, man. One deep. What's up, homie? Uh, who else here? John Dory is in the building. And Cisco, um, what's up, man? Hi from MF in Fredericksburg. That's such a beautiful town. I want to go back there. Uh, <laughs> you guys, CC is like super hungover, super duper hungover. Uh, so she said hi from Vomitville. I guess like she drank at the game. Her and Jen went to the the Browns Texans game yesterday and got drunk. Jen's passed out in a car. Um, clothes are off. Panties were on the 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 uh, antenna. Brawl was on the the side mirror. Cece's like Jen, what are you doing? Put your clothes on. She's like, I don't care. She peed in the parking lot. It was bad, and. Uh, so CZ drank at the game and then I guess went and drank again at some sort of Dallas Cowboy fan club event. So she's she's hurting. Uh, who else is here? Let's see. Uh, Mr. Reyes, I got you. Uh, VB, what's up, man? Someone say shots. <sighs> no, no. Uh, Donna got some pep, though. What's up, Jen? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for the reminder today. Jared Taylor, what's up, homie? Uh, Tiger Stripes, I got. Who else? Who else? Got Jen. Uh, Hogthrob, I got. No, I think we got everybody. Nightbot. Yeah, you raggedy bitch. What's up, Vince? Not Diesel. Um, Oh, Vince, dude, I love it. I love the uh, AI thing. I did it today. So I have 50 AI photos. I'm going to go over them all. I don't know if we're going to do it on this show. We might do it on the private hour tomorrow. We're going to do the private Patreon only hour tomorrow in the three o'clock hour. So maybe I'll show you those then. <laughs> Philip said he was going to roast me today on the show for the, I got a, I got a picture. I'll show you. Oh God, this tour. I got to tell you guys all about this tour. It's pretty wild. Uh, but Vince, not decent, man. Thank you for being here, buddy. Uh, who else here? Joe, what's up, homie? And Christopher Mina, what's up, dude? Jared Taylor's in the building. I like it. Shock! What's up, Shock? How are you, man? Thank you for being here. Uh, thanks for showing up. I was going to tag you, 
But then I saw that Kyle King is also trying to steal you from the show like he stole sitting on the corner doing dope. Oh, I heard. I had people messaging me. They're like, yo, Kyle's still playing sitting on the corner doing dope on Saturdays. I'm like, well, you know, some people can't think for themselves. They can't they can't come up with their own ideas. So, yeah, run tell that. Kind of like what he did in his chat. Run tell that. Uh, let's see what else. Shock. Uh, let's see where I leave off. Here we go. Uh, Mark Throw, my God. Steve Lizard, what's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Amos, you actually sound better. Do I? I sound better than last week? My throat is killing me. Uh, what's up, one deep? And Steve-O, I like primetime walk-in music. Does he have walk-in music? Hello, Jenny is mom. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot to announce. Jenny is mom will be here at 315. We will... Uh, discuss whatever the hell comes up. Uh, maybe I'll make my mom do the the portal or AI thing. I don't know if she'll do it. Yep, Tiger Stripe, that is true. DJU uh, enters the portal as a graduate transfer. That is correct. Um, that's on the uh, headline, so thanks for ruining that for me. Appreciate it. Good deal. Um, she did. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Jen said it was fun. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun, man. I There was no doubt in my mind when you two got together that it wasn't going to be fun. Uh, I went on nuts on the AI photos. It was worth it. Yeah, I paid the eight bucks. I just was like, well, it's content. I'll write it off. Shock said, tag me what I miss. Um, oh, with your tweet where you were like, why am I getting tagged on Twitter? And then um, Kyle responds like, I've been tagging you. Yeah. So surprised. Kyle on deck. Uh, he's, Donnie said he's not original. Yeah. 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 Kyle King show equals the DH gate burial deck. <laughs> Oh, Amos said sounds better after the shot. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, that shit hurt. Hey, thank you for the uh, hype train two subs. 469 bits. You guys are the shit. Love you to death. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I may have to take several breaks today, just just so we're clear. Uh, I'm not lying. Like, I may have to go on the disabled list. <clears throat> so let me explain to you why. Um did I tweet out the show? Oh, I see. I didn't tweet it from my Twitter account. I did it from the Barry on Deck. And by the way, if you're a listener and you're not following me on Barry on Deck on Twitter, uh, please go do that. Please just go do the follow thing because because uh, I'm going to try to tweet less sports from the Barry is funny um, and more from the Barry on Deck. So, I mean, I'll still tweet some sports and we can have convos and stuff like that, I'm sure, and because I'll, I'll forget, but. Uh, yeah, go follow Barry on deck. A majority of the sports stuff that I'll be doing will be coming out on that. If I remember, I mean, let's be honest. I've been, I've been doing it all from Barry is funny forever. Uh, so <clears throat> old habits die hard, I guess. Right. Uh, let's see. Where did I do the thingy thing? I can't find it. I can't find it. Um, all right. So. We have a lot to discuss today. We've got the transfer portals going crazy. Primetime has moved to Colorado. Justin Verlander is now New York Met. Uh, you've got free agency in full swing in the hot stove league in baseball. You've got uh, NFL football. Shit is happening left and right. We've got our, our college football playoffs are set. So we've got all that. I've got stories for you. Oh. <gasps> I'm sorry. It's not that I'm yawning like my throat hurts so bad it's making me yawn. This is really weird. I've never had a problem like this. 
I'm usually not that guy that like loses his voice or um, will get like a sore throat or anything. That's not that's not me. That's not how that goes. So Christian said, "Hey, thoughts on my TCU Horn Frogs making the college football playoffs?" Yes, we're gonna get to that, Christian. I promise. Uh, we're gonna talk college football. We're gonna talk uh, baseball Hall of Fame. Bonds and uh, Clemens and Fred McGriff. Uh, we'll talk about um, all that uh, NFL injury updates. So we've got a ton of stuff to get to, a ton of stuff to talk about. So fear not, because I mean, look, I've got so uh, many things planned here. Hold on. Um, I was even going to be like, hey, let's just go uh, do Google searches and let's just be petty. Let's just be petty for like an hour. Let's just go find all the Mets fans that talk shit about the Astros being cheaters. And then let's screenshot that. Uh, excuse me. And then we'll screenshot them being excited about Justin Verlander coming there. And we can we can put those side by side. And then we can go tweet them and be like, hey, is this you? Or better yet, maybe I'll start a thread. I'll start a whole New York Mets fans are trash ass lying hypocrites. And then we'll just post their their side by sides, right? Astros are cheaters and assholes, and anybody on that 2017 team, shit. That's what my throat hurts. And then next day we'll be like, hell yeah, we got Justin Verlander. Love that guy. Kind of like the twins where they were like, yeah, we got uh, Correa and the Yankees. Garrett Cole's great. Hypocrite asses. Hate all y'all. But we'll talk about that. What's the next move for the Astros? What do they do now that Verlander is a Met? What should they do? I've got opinions, and I shall give them. So there's no shortage of topics today. No shortage of things to discuss. I got the tour to talk about. Hell, I got... uh, I can start teasing some stuff. Plans for 2023. Um, Yeah, it's all that. So we're going to get to all that, I promise you. Um, let me just do this tweet real quick. Get here now before my throat collapses. Send. I don't know if I spell collapses right, though. I'm the worst speller ever. C-O-L-L-A-P-S-E-S. Oh, got it. Nailed it. Tweet. All right, cool. Um, okay, so what did I miss in the chat? Yep. Uh, so what did Trey Turner get? See, that's the other thing. I can't keep up with the with the uh, breaking news all the time either. It's hard for me to do a show, talk to you guys, um, and try to be present in the moment without just surfing the web. And then you guys post shit in the um, chat, and I can't keep up with it. So uh, it looks like the Phillies have signed Trey Turner to an 11-year, $300 million contract. Uh, well, fuck it. Oh my God. Oh shit. This throat thing is killing me. It's going to make me yawn all day. I'm not even tired. Um, let's just do the headlines. Fuck it. Let's get it. Oh, I'm struggle busting today, boy. This is going to be a tough show. It's going to be a tough three hours to get through. All right. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Fred McGriff was elected to the baseball hall of fame. I never thought Fred McGriff would get in. I didn't think he deserved it. I I mean, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence with Fred McGriff. When I think of greatness in that era, I don't think of Fred McGriff. But, you know, he wasn't really associated with steroids. And it's slim pickings in that time frame. So, I mean, maybe just by default. But, like, Fred McGriff, uh, somebody says this. I don't use this. But, yeah, somebody said um, Hall of Good. 
and, and for other players. And yeah, maybe that's what Fred McGriff is. He's the hall of good, the hall of consistent. You know what I mean? Like they would daughter Fred McGriff. Um, yeah, I, I forgot what buzzers we have. Who the fuck is that guy? There you go. We got, oh, I put that back and then we got, boom, roasted. Okay. Emotional damage. Okay. We're keeping that. Pull up your pants, take off the bra and be a man. I'm going to get rid of that one because Kyle stole that too. So we're just going to get rid of that. I don't, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to get rid of the DJ horn too. He's doing that. I'm getting rid of all that. I was just uh, 2023. We're going all new sounders, all original shit. Uh, I don't want people. I don't want to be like any other show. I want to be uniquely Barry on deck. So people take our shit. We'll just get something new. Fuck them. Uh, McGriff is uh, as in take a bite out of crime. No, not McGruff. Fred McGriff. How do you not know Fred McGriff? You youngsters. I swear to God. What's up, Perry? Good to see you, buddy. Um, yeah, so I mean, Fred McGriff, Hall of Good, you know, he, you know, he rem- Fred McGriff reminds me of in football parlance, um, Frank Gore. That's what Fred McGriff is. Although I think Frank Gore deserves to be in the Hall of Fame and is better. You know what I mean? Like, but that's kind of a, a correlation. Like, Fred McGriff played for what, 19 years? I'd have to Google. Let me see. Fred McGriff, uh, baseball reference. He played in. Oh, and again, I'm not yawning. Something in my my throat is so sore; it's like triggering me to be yawning. I don't know why it's doing that. It's super weird. It feels I don't know. I'll stop bitching about it. Probably not. Um, Fred McGriff started playing in 1986. His last year was nine or excuse me, 2004, and it was with Tampa Bay. Um. I mean, dude, his career, uh, 284 hitter. Here, let me put this over here. Uh, 284 hitter. Oh, there you go. There's there's the stats. 493 home runs hit two, uh, 284 for his career, an OPS of 886 on his career, 1,550 RBIs, 1,349 uh, runs, and 72 stolen bases. A good idea of what the guy did year in and year out. If you want that, is take a look at any time. And this is any player. If you want to get an idea, go look at 162-game uh, averages for Fred McGriff here. Um, if you look at his 162-game averages, uh, you can see that he averaged 32 home runs per season, uh, 102 RBIs and, uh, 89 runs. That's pretty good. A 284 average. And again, the 886 OPS, that's not bad, uh, actually, but you got to remember that was the era when guys were hitting 50 and 60 and 70. Those numbers today are amazing, but those numbers back then Ah, it was the live ball era, right? And the steroid era and bad pitching and all that stuff. So I don't know. Like, hey, what's up, Joey? Didn't Fred McGriff have the tutorial baseball video that's always been advertised back in the day? Yes, Joey. Joey, that was the uh, Tom Amansky thing, right? Uh, wasn't it Tom Amansky, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, hold on. Let me find it. Oh, Hey, what's up, XSD? Good to see you, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining the chat. First time chatter there. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, right there. VB just talked about it. 
Uh, where's Pookie Bear? Needs some lines to stay awake. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there, look, Tom Amansky instructional video endorser. Just right before Joey called it. Um, so Justin Verlander went to the Mets. I'm so glad. Why is that XSD? Why are you glad that Verlander went to the Mets? Are you a Mets fan? I'm interested. What's up, E2D? And what's up to, I saw somebody sneak in. Mm. Uriel, what's up, homie? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. A little late, but I'm here. No, you're never late if you're here, Uriel. Never late if you're here. We say that every time on the show. All right, so that's Fred McGriff's numbers. You know what? Those are actually a little bit better than I thought. Um, the 102 RBIs, but again, that's live ball era type shit. I just never felt like so. Fred McGriff led the led the league in home runs twice in his career with 36 and 35. Had a 924 OPS. 989 was really good, but he still came in sixth in MVP uh, voting. That's the best he could do. Sixth. Uh, the best he ever did was fourth. In 93, yeah, he was MVP vote. He was voted fourth in MVP in 93. And that was between Atlanta and uh, San Diego. So, I mean, I don't know. You, they show you all this shit he's done up here. Five-time All-Star, uh, 1995 World Series, uh, All-Star MVP, three-time Silver Slugger, and Hall of Fame now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we're just, eh. We ain't got nobody else from this era in, so let's put in Fred McGriff. I'll say this, and, and then we can continue on with the rest of the headlines. I'd say this if if the if the Hall of Fame voters weren't, you know, keeping so many guys out, if other guys like Bonds and McGuire and Sosa and those cats are all getting in the Hall of Fame, there's no chance Fred McGriff gets in. But because the the field is so thin and you're gonna start seeing guys, you know, getting in that maybe don't belong. That's that's Fred McGriff because he was borderline to me anyway. So, uh, what's up, E2D? All right, uh, back to the sports headlines. Anthony Davis ripped off a 55er and a win over the Wizards. This chance of MVP now? Hold on, Laker fan. How about you climb above 500 before you start cheering MVP? Now, you can't be 10 and 12 and have value. You can be 10 and 12 and have hope. So you can maybe make, he's the MHP, the most hopeful player, the most valuable hoper, most hopeful play. I don't know. MVP? No, fam. That ain't it. But he's rattled off a bunch of good games in a row, and the Lakers are are trending up in the right direction. So there you go. Uh, in the opposite direction, the Hawks, Trey Young, Nate McMillan, there's some, there's some trouble in River City over there in Atlanta. And uh, tensions are... Uh, rising i guess so keep an eye on the hawks and trey young and what's going on over there and lastly um tiger stripes ruined it but he's also the one that kind of tipped me off to it but um clemson's dj unga Lely, uh or did they call him dju has entered the transfer portal after getting benched two weeks ago or last week i should say and then uh <clears throat> he won't be starting the playoff game so he's like i'm out so there you go. There's your sports headlines for the day. And we got to that so we could get to the rest of it. Now, a ton, like I said, an absolute crap ton, a whole big ass crap ton of stuff. Um, oh, CC, I love you, boo-boo. She said, yeah, I can't do it. I'm, I'm tapping out. Barry, have a great show. I love you, boo-boo. Get better. Boy, I'll tell you what, if CeCe's so hungover that she's got to just tap out and not watch the show, 
That was some prime time drinking going on there. That was some prime time drinking going on. Hey, speaking of that, um, well, hold on. Let's see. Uh, where did it go? Did I not download the damn primetime slide I made? You dumbass. I had a whole primetime slide made, but whatever. Uh, but let's talk about Deion Sanders. Let's talk about him um, leaving Jackson State and going to Colorado. Christian, let's talk about college football playoffs first. <laughs> okay, Christian, we're going to get to it. Uh, Aggies are going to start try flying the transfer portal now. Yeah, they need a QB. DJU wouldn't hurt my feelings at all. Tiger Stripe said he he heard UCLA and something else. All that's rumor, conjecture, and bullshit. Um, uh, but what does this say? So, hey, what's up, Thor? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Terrence said, how about AD play more than 45% of the games? Yeah, right? Yeah, how about you just not be injured, AD? Most valuable, healthy player, MVHP. Um... Alex said more drinks will help. No, that's shot of whiskey. I don't know what to do. I saw, I think Jenny's mom said honey or something like that and whiskey. I don't want to go get honey. I, I don't, I, maybe I should just like, ah, honey straight into the face. I don't know. Um, all right. Oh boy. Struggle bus. Uh, AD is still glass man to me. Yeah, he is. Uh, how about the, how about he plays a full season to see, let's say everybody in the chance, uh, bringing up the same thing. Everybody else, the injuries. Yeah. No chat. How you going to chant MVP? And you wrote, maybe if that stands for M most valuable part-time player, ha, <laughs> you see what I did there. Uh, I got something for your face. Hey, what's up Thor? Thanks for lurking, homie. I appreciate that. Okay. So let. My screen just went blank. That was super weird. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk a little uh, Dion and primetime. I got to tell you, I'm split on this. I know I'm supposed to, you know, draw a line in the sand and pick one or the other because that's what it looks like on Twitter. Pe some people are saying that good for him. You know, that's the game. You, you get a gig and you move up. Others are saying he kind of sold out Jackson State and was talking about I am the swack and I'm going to build this program and the swack's going to be respectable and da-da-da-da-da. And then he leaves for Colorado. And I think my very first thought when Deion Sanders, when they announced her, when the rumors were swirling that he was probably going to go to the Colorado Buffaloes, University of Colorado. My very first thought was, look, I get it if it's Florida State. Right? Like, I get that. What's the, what is the direct correlation that I'm missing, chat? What am I missing about Deion Sanders and the University of Colorado. What what's the tie-in here? Other than that's a, it's a vacant job at a university that is all but forgotten in the college football landscape. There was a time when Colorado was a player. Not so much anymore. They're just bad now, real bad. So what am I missing? What's the tie-in? Why all of a sudden is Dion so excited about it? And I think to me, when I, the more I think about it, the more I think he he fed his players and the public and the media a BS story. At the end of the day, primetime is all about primetime. Now, I will say this. I am um, I was thoroughly impressed with his his uh, what he's done at Jackson State, how he's turned that program around, how well he coached, how well he recruited. 
he far exceeded my expectations. And I will also say that there were things that I saw from Deion Sanders on video and otherwise where I thought, you know what? He's really, um, Slay Boots said people expect Dion to stay for 40 years, which I know is not realistic. And I, I wouldn't expect him to stay forever, Slave Boot, but, but to leave for Colorado? Like, I get it if you leave for Florida State, like I said, or I get it if you leave for a team in Florida, Miami or Flor- or the Gators, because it's your home state maybe, right? Or I get it if you leave for a, a prestigious program or a once prestigious program. Maybe he leaves for like, I don't know, what's a once prestigious program that's struggling right now? I don't know. Maybe he goes to Stanford, right? Uh, or maybe he goes to <laughs> Deion Sanders at Stanford would be fucking hilarious. Slave booty. My bad. My bad, slave booty. Um, but I, I think um, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, in, in, there was a video where he was like, hey, you either you either move up or you, or you get let go. That's the coaching game. Blah, blah, blah. Look, I get it, but you can't. Do what you do did and say what you said about the swack and the players and everybody else and then just pretend like that never happened because that's what he's doing. I have no problem with him getting another job. The problem I have is the things that he said in the past and what he said. Now, does he owe the school or anybody anything? Absolutely not. He doesn't owe them anything. He built them up. I mean, you know, the the whole. I saw somebody on Twitter say, "For Christ's sakes, he got college game day to, game day to go to Jackson State. That's a big deal." Yeah, it is. And what I don't understand is Dion didn't make the move to Colorado for the money, right? He didn't need the money. I don't understand the move. Is it the challenge? Is it the weed? Is it? I just I don't I don't it does not compute for me. What's up, broke boy? Um, prime on a Buffalo, uh, Colorado is legit coming off one of the worst seasons in school history. Yeah. That's what, that's amazing to me. Everybody's saying weed is legal. I think that's why it's not a prestigious job anymore. He's going to turn around and try to get the Florida state job. I think if he would have just been patient, he would have gotten the Florida state job. That's what I think. I think if he was just held out and kept winning at Jackson state, he was going to get the Florida state job. Now, the only the, 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 now there may be something else at work here. It may be that the powers that be at Florida State were like, <clears throat> "Hey, look, we can't just take you from Jackson State to Florida State. So go to a middle tier school, like I don't know, you know, go to like a a Mississippi State or uh, I don't know, Dion, go to like to Colorado, <laughs> turn that around." And then, and then, um, you know, next time we have an opening, we'll bring you in. We'll give you the offer while you're at Colorado State. That, that'll that be easier to sell to the boosters and all that. Maybe that was the conversation. I don't know. I could see that as a possibility. <sighs> Slaywood said, have you seen Colorado women? They're fire, i.e. Uh, Lauren. Uh, who is that? Lauren Bobert? How do you pronounce her name? I don't even know how to say that. What is that name? Lauren Bobert? Bobert? Babert? Bobert? Boobert? Oh, she's a politician. Oh, she's that crazy ass. That, that chick is crazy. She's also, not hot. Mm, no. You're done. Not hot. 
Uh, you won't like her politics, Barry, but you can't deny how hot she is. I just did. I just, she's not hot. You, oh, oh no. Nope, nope, nope. See, you guys do this all the time. You guys try to sell me this bullshit bill of goods about how hot this chick is, and I'm literally looking at her with these stupid blue eyes. And I can clearly see that this chick is not hot. Clearly. Hold on. I, so you guys, no, 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 you started it, chat. I'm going to finish it. You started it. I'm going to finish it real quick here. Uh, you guys are trying to tell me that I'm supposed to believe that this chick is hot. That one right there. That's hot to you. I mean, look, to each their own. That's hot to you. That's not hot to me. Uh, excuse me. That's not hot. Slave booty said big cap. That's not cap. She's not cute. Now, granted, Colorado might have some fine women, but she ain't one of them. She's definitely not one of them. Bro, really? Is that what I'm supposed to think is hot? I'm the hottest mofo around. Okay, E2D, I need you to come, but you should go back to studying. Um, yeah, look, I like I have the whole images thing pulled up here. Let's just let's just do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, look how look how hot that is. Oh boy. Oh, look at her. Oh yeah. Whoo boy. That's super hot. I think you guys, y'all's like either y'all are y'all have super low standards, or uh, I mean, but yeah, just how is that? That's not hot to me. I mean, like she would be hot if she was like a NASCAR driver or an MMA fighter. You know what I mean? But not that's not it. You said you're just jealous of my beard. Oh look, someone forgot the rules. What I say? No roasting before or after. E2D. Definitely giving porn parody politician vibes. A little bit. I'll report on the state of Colorado. Yeah, hard time's going next week. Glasses is what does it for. Her. Yeah, but Joey, there's more to a woman than just her bl- not being able to see and being blind. I mean, look at this. All right, now I also, and also let's talk about uh, the fact that she's an absolute psychopath if she's walking around with a gun on her hip like that. I mean, you are a psychopath and an attention whore. Guys, come on. That's not hot. Here we go. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go, fellas. Jesus. That's that's ridiculous. She's the she's far from hot. Um, Terrence said poll time. You got to spin your cheese on that. I ain't doing a poll for that because she ain't hot. I ain't wasting my time. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, back to um, back to the headlines. So, uh, Dion transfers, and I think at the end of the day, you know, he talked to. Yeah, you did, slave booty. He talked to the uh, the kids at Jackson State, and he said, "Listen, you know, I don't want to see you guys hopping in the portal and thinking that the grass is going to be greener. That's not what this is. That's not necessarily the case." This is about me and moving on and da 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 da. And then he got to Jackson State and he said, "Look, I you don't want to be here if you don't like it or whatever. You can go, and I would be looking to cut everybody. So you better perform and you better play if you want to be here. And I like it. That's fine. It's cool. But Dion's going to make it about Dion, no matter what. Results be damned. It's going to be about Dion. And I think in a way, 
That's fine. You know that that's what you're getting when you when you go with with primetime, right? When you make Deion Sanders your head coach, you know it's going to be a circus. But I imagine that there were a ton of colleges around the nation that saw the attention and the recruits and everything else that was happening over at Jackson State and thought, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Now, he did say he was going to make his kid the QB. His kid's the QB at Jackson State right now. So he's obviously going to have to enter the transfer portal. We'll see how that goes. It's just weird. That kind of nepotism. I don't know, man. That that don't sit right with me. But hey, look, if he gets results, if they win, if they if he turns it around, who am I to knock it? But I think that um in a way, that rah-rah shit that he that he did for the first couple of years rings a little hollow now. But Broke Boy brings up a good point. <laughs> There's probably going to be a lot of Jackson State kids that transfer to University of Colorado, which if you think about it, those kids maybe didn't get a lot of offers from D1 schools. Maybe they didn't get a lot of offers outside of the SWAC or from Dion. And a few of them did. We know that he was able to recruit some highly touted players and some really good prospects and some really good football players and get them to go to Jackson State. But now you got kids that they're there and maybe they say, well, you know what? This is actually a D1 school now. And if I go there and we play well, even more eyes on me, even better chance of making it to the NFL. So it probably works in his favor. Good for him. But I just think at the end of the day, man, he talked all that kumbaya shit about the swack. And, you know, just he said one thing and he kind of did another. And not that he, again, not that he owes anybody anything. I don't I don't want that I, I don't want that to be like, oh, you had to stay. I mean, look, go go get your money. That's just a weird thing. He didn't need money, but go do just go do what you do. I just I'm gonna take everything he says with a grain of salt about where he's going. And I think the people that hire him should know that he's kind of the uh who was the guy that kept leaving? He went to Arkansas. He's like the Bobby Petrino of of the this he's this year's Bobby Petrino. You know what I mean? Soon as some better shit comes along, I'm out. I don't know y'all shit. So, um, let's just say Florida State was nine and three. They're going up. Florida State definitely mad. Prime stole Travis Hunter from them. Probably. What's up, Total Dallas? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Prime knows the swag kids can hang at the next level. That's why he advocated for an HBCU combine too. No, I think he was just doing his part. of promoting and, and, and politicking. And that's fine. But I, I would love to go back and maybe I need to do that before I do the Isaiah factor tonight. I need to go back and find some quotes to kind of back myself up, back up my thoughts on this. But uh, I just feel like he did a disservice. Hey, Rob, what up, man? Good to see you, family. Thanks for being here. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Um, E2D said, isn't every coach? Well, that's why I say I don't, I don't begrudge him, but... No, not every coach. They some sign long term deals and some keep their word and stay. I mean, Lane Kiffin said that there were rumors he was going somewhere, and he was like, "No, I'm not. I'm staying here." And he did. And he signed a new deal with him. So, uh, Amos said, "I think the nail in the coffin was the murder that happened on Jackson State campus last Friday. His car, his son's car, and a bunch of other shit got broken into on campus." He did mention less crime in his Colorado. Yeah, now he did do that. He did do that. 
Um, if Dion succeeds at Colorado Pac-12, he may leave for SEC or Big Ten school in the future. Amos, that brings up an interesting point, though, man. And, yeah, that's kind of what I was saying earlier, Evil Death. Um, it, it, this is he, He's not going to be able to make a, a leap to a, a, pardon the pun, a primetime program going from Jackson State to Florida State that they probably want to see him take an intermediate route first, right? Go go to a Colorado or a mid-tier school and have some success, and then we'll bring you in because then they can't bitch. Um, but, Amos, that's an interesting point. I'm curious. Um, is there going is there going to be backlash for that? Do you think that there will be backlash if that if that rings true? Do you think there will be backlash if a if, if Dion says, "Yeah, man, you know what? This is just a lot of crime at this school." I mean, could you imagine if another coach? I think you know what I mean by another coach. Could you imagine? I mean, if that's why you leave, there's there's tons of bad campuses and campus good. I mean, I shouldn't say bad campuses. There's tons of good schools and good campuses in bad parts of towns all over America. I mean, shit, U of H is in Fifth Ward. We all know that that's not the best area of town. Some crime going down around U of H and TSU. Could you imagine, though, if, you know, if, uh, who was that? Who was that? If Dana Holgerson was like... Yeah, USC's in the hood. Could you imagine if Dana Holgerson was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to tech. This is less crime. I don't like this whole Fifth Ward thing. People be like, yo, fuck you, man. So, oh, Third Ward. Yeah, my bad. I I just, it, I think that's a weird reason to leave. Just up campus security or some shit, right? Like, that's why you bailed? I don't know. Seems weird. Didn't somebody steal some shit from him, too? If I recall, somebody stole something from him um, early on, like jewelry or some shit like that, or I don't know. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So I, I don't begrudge him. I just, if it rings a little hollow, and you know, that's just me. Uh, Jackson, Jackson State can hire Eddie George. He's coaching at Tennessee State. Yeah, all his kids go to JSU and live on campus, and 300000 a year might be worth keeping them in that environment. <laughs> Dude, it's not about money. It's not about money. I don't think it's about money for Dion, so. Uh, oh, they moved his change and he thought it was stolen. Well, okay. Uh, all right, so if you missed it, uh, front page of ESPN, Trey Turner signed an 11-year, $300 million deal. That's a lot of money. So we're going to get into more. We're going to talk some Justin Verlander as well uh, and some um, Baseball Hall of Fame. We talked a little bit about Fred McGriff. Let's just let's just address this real quick, and we can move on. I'm going to take a quick break before I bring in Jenny, his mom, because I need to go get some water and some lemon and some honey. Maybe I maybe I some tea. I don't know. Uh, this is bothering the shit out of me. Um, but if you didn't hear Fred McGriff in the Hall of Fame, in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, but. Bonds and Clemens again not voted in, and now it's up to the Veterans Committee or the what do they call it? The not the Contemporary Committee. I don't know some bullshit committee that they have to kind of circumvent the writer thing. I I I just want to point something out. I want to point out the hypocrisy that is the sport of baseball. Okay, now I have no problem with not voting in Bonds or Clemens or McGuire or Sosa, or, or or any of these folks. I don't have a problem with you not voting these guys in. That's fine. 
But when these writers and some of these players get on this holier than thou bullshit, you've, I, and I, I can't remember the name. I would have to go find the article, but there were some players that came out and some writers that said, you know what? I'm not going to vote for bonds because the hall of fame should be about more than just numbers. It should be about more than just stats. It's about integrity. It's about the character of the person. Do you know how many racist people are in the Hall of Fame in baseball? Ty Cobb was a terrible human being. I mean a piece of garbage. A absolute piece of garbage. Don't give me that shit. Don't give me that sanctimonious, well, it's about integrity. Oh, shut up. You know damn well that there are some really terrible people in the Hall of Fame from a bygone era when it, it was a terrible time in this country. Don't give me that shit. Just say, you know what? We don't want cheaters in there, but don't sit there and say that it's about integrity because you can't have guys like Ty Cobb in the Hall of Fame and talk to me about integrity. That's just, that is, uh, that's, you're talking out of both sides of your face there. Let me, uh, let me pull up Ty Cobb. I'm going to pull up his Wikipedia. Let's see. Uh, Ty Cobb's view on race. Cobb's father was a noted advocate for racial equality. Uh, Cobb's racial intolerance during his playing days were embellished and falsified by biographers. Recent research in his life clarified a number of stories. Five years after Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, Cobb publicly supported black and white players playing together. Adding, certainly it's okay for them to play. I see no reason in the world why we shouldn't compete with black athletes as long as they conduct themselves with politeness and gentility. Now, a lot of you are going to hear me read that and go, ah, see, Barry, see, see. And a lot of you that, that would say that are probably not black. Because I would be willing to bet you that for the for the black viewers in the chat, they probably heard that and went, that dude. What a terrible, like, really? Do you know, I mean, that is the equivalent of saying, well, they can play, just don't get uppity. I mean, that's what basically the man said. So this is, we'll just say this. I'll just say this and I'll leave it at this. But that kind of stuff that I just read you right there is an attempt to, oh, I don't know. How do I put this? Whitewash the legacy of Ty Cobb. Because I also think that baseball realizes, oh, my God, we have some really, really awful people in the Hall of Fame. Awful. So, you know what? Let's write some books. Let's get some people on board. Let's get some quotes. Let's spin it a little bit. But when I read that kind of shit, just, it's awful, man. It's, just, it, 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 it's sad. It's sickening. Uh, and you could probably even Google, let's see, uh, terrible people in the baseball hall of fame. And I bet you there's a nice little list. Uh, there's 25 players who should not be in the hall of fame. Okay, well, that's not. Uh, Hall of Fame biggest controversies, worst MLB Hall of Famers stadium talk. Well, these are just like Harold Baines. Man, but that's just 
not good. I just want to see like the worst human beings in MLB history. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, uh, allow ads. Kiss my ass. Uh, always fine. Uh, Benito Santiago. I don't know if he was in the Hall of Fame or not. Let's see. Josh Hamilton, Mel Hall, Lenny Dykstra, Julio Machado, Milton Bradley, Denny McLean. What did he do? Uh, oh, gambling. Uh, Chad Curtis, yeah, Jose Reyes, Jose Offerman, Gary Sheffield, um, Orlando Cepeda, Pete Rose. Okay, so these aren't Hall. Daryl Strawberry, Aroldis Chapman. Uh, let's see, Danny Tarnable. Yeah, so I, I just I need a list of Hall. Oh, Ugeth Urbina. What did he do? That dude was. Let's see. Why he wasn't closing baseball games. He was attacking people in some of the worst ways. Urbina used to be a premier closer. Urbina's story is the most frightening of all candidates. In Venezuela, Urbina was arrested and attempted murder charges. Okay, see? But that's not Hall of Fame. So I, I, I need to find a list of terrible people in the Hall of Fame. Because um, I know it exists. Uh, what's up, Flip? Good to see you, buddy. Welcome back, pimp. One Deep said, yep, offended. Exactly. Uh, he might as well put boy at the end of that. Exactly. So that's my point. And I'm, I'm so glad I, cause I really, what's up Drake. Good to see you fam. Um, I hate doing that and then like making excuses and then talking for black people. Cause that's also super offensive when a white guy's like, I, I think they feel this way. Oh, shut up. You wouldn't know, but I get a hunch and I can tell you that as a white dude, I found that offensive. I can't imagine what it would feel like for a, a, a black person in this country to hear something like that. So I, I yeah, uh, Pete Rose should be in the hall of fame. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. If you're going to let Pete in, you got to let bonds and Clemens in then. So, uh, they had writers that were awful judging these guys. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you've got a bunch of good old boys voting in a bunch of good old boys, that's how it goes. They can play as long as they don't drink the same water as me. Kind of feel that way too. Whenever my white relatives come over, uh, I blackwash their food a little with Tony Satchery's. <laughs> it's funny. Ty Cobb equals Kanye West. Um, I don't know about that, but yeah. Imagine all the Dwight Gooden type, uh, type Cobbs missed out on facing. Yeah. What does this say? BBWAA should revoke their vote. Oh, Baseball Writers Association of America should revoke their voting. Barry on deck. Set the parameters on what the players did on the field. Um, You think so? Even if what you did on the field was cheating? I guess that's what you meant, right? Should revoke their voting. Set the parameters on what the players did on the field. So what you're saying is... You don't take into account. Um, <laughs> Sean said, I'm going to boycott baseball. Oh, no. You're still not going to watch games. But I, I think I understand what you're saying, Dre. Um, are, are you basically saying, like, if you cheat, if you take steroids, as long as the, the numbers are there, does it matter? Or, like, if you gamble, that doesn't affect on the field? Like, I, I, I don't know, man. Because it's hard to know whether you fixed games or you threw games or, you know what I mean? I mean, I know he was Charlie Hustle and all that, but, but I think to me, I think that it matters. 
All right, E2D. Appreciate you, homie. I think that it matters um, about the person. You know what I mean? Like, do you really want a Hall of Fame where some of the people in there are just known racists or uh, misogynists or homophobic or whatever it is? You know what I mean? Like, that would be like, well, we're still going to put Bill Cosby in the Hall of Fame because on stage he was funny. Like, what? No. No, it's about the character of the man as well. It should be. It absolutely should be. Because guess what? With your fame, included in that is your character, how you treat people, how you treated people, how you treated your fellow players, the, the things you did on and off the field, on and off the court, on and off whatever, the ice. I think it matters. And I don't think as a, as a baseball person, I wouldn't want a sport that I love. And if I was involved in baseball, I wouldn't want my sport putting people like that in the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't want them putting cheaters, just like I wouldn't want them putting racists or murderers or whatever. So that's just me. Um, Barry, since you said I'm funny, can I open for you on the road? No. Uh, I didn't think Dykstra was, uh, Gullion was funny, uh, filled in why, Dy- why doesn't Dykstra have front teeth? I don't know. That's a lot. I don't. I don't know if I got it. Roger Hornsby should be out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's another good one, right? Hornsby was a dick. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, he was from Winters, Texas. Um, let's see. Personal life. I was trying to look up and see what the dirt was on Hornsby because I forget. Um. Yeah, there was, but there's a lot of those old school dudes that are, I don't know, not good. All right, let's do this. I got to take a break. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, there you go. But that's okay? No, it's not. But if your misdeeds were in the sport, not general moral failures. So wait, so the debate is how did Pete Rose cheat like Clemens and Bonds? Um, well, you don't have concrete proof, just like you really don't have concrete proof of Clemens and Bonds cheating per se. I mean, you have circumstantial evidence, but you don't have like no one saw, you don't have a a picture of Bonds with a needle in his butt or, uh, you know, anything like that. But, um, no, Dre, but just, you, you know, that Pete Rose gambled on baseball, but you don't have any evidence that he threw games. But the suspicion is there, right? And that's the thing with a lot of these cats. I mean, you can clearly look at Bonds and Clemens and understand mm, something changed. The same with Jeff Bagwell. You can look at Jeff Bagwell and go, wow, he looks a lot different. And you can tell me they worked out. Sure. But um, the thing is, the... When you like, oh, do y'all, do y'all know who this liver was? This dude's name, the liver man. What's his name? The liver man. Oh, the liver king. So there's this asshole named the liver king. And the liver king's been running around, uh, touting about how 
all I do is eat liver from calves and I eat raw organs and it's good for you. And this is why you got a body like this because I eat raw liver. That's him right there. There's your there's your liver king. That's him. He's ripped, right? Eat liver. Be like me. I eat liver and raw meat and raw organs and I'm I'm swole up. And then he admitted that he does steroids. So, like, you can, I mean, you can just look at the dude and be like, mm. anytime you see somebody with bodies like that, it's rare that there's not something helping. Just a fact. Trey Tutson said, we don't care about racist athletes. Racist judges and politicians bother us way more. Um, okay. I mean, I I can't tell you yes or no. Um, if that's what you, okay. And it should, I mean, yeah, there's one has a direct effect on you as opposed to the other, but i still don't think I would want a racist athlete in the hall of fame. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want a, a sexist athlete in the hall of fame or a homophobic athlete. I wouldn't want any of that. A pervert. I wouldn't know. Just have some good moral character. Is that so is that so difficult? Are we just like, eh, but I know what Trey's about to say. That's why Kanye should be in the rapper Hall of Fame. Come on. Could be liver from Mexico. Yeah, that's that Alistair Overeem liver, right? Um, I had a buddy. Be honest that I had a friend get into his diet, subscribe to his health program and everything, but now he feels like an idiot. Yeah. It's too good to be true. It probably is. Okay, guys. I got to take a quick break. Mother, I'm so sorry. Uh, I just need to take a quick little break and uh, get some honey. And uh, and then I'll be back. So give me give me just two or three minutes, Jenny. Uh, and then coming up next on the show, um, Jenny, his mom's going to join me. We're going to hang out with her for uh, like we do every Monday uh, for a segment on the program. And then when we get back, when we get done with that, we will talk to some Justin Verlander, Houston Astros, and uh, what do they do next? I'll tell you what I think, and you tell me what you think, and then we can argue about it like we do so often. All right? Uh, so I'm going to take a quick break. It's not going to be long. I just, I'm going to try to go make some tea in the Keurig. I think I have tea. I'm going to get some honey, and, um, yeah, we'll see if that helps. All right? So this is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminick. Stick around. Uh, Rob said, sitting on the corner doing dope. Um, sure, why not? I mean, you know, it, it probably is not going to be around much longer since Kyle King thinks he can just – take our theme song and play it on his show. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. We'll just, we'll do our own thing. Uh, so there you go. Barry in a five man daily fantasy roster. I have three TV wide receivers, Godwin Evans and Julio and both starting running backs. No QBs thoughts. <coughs> um, ask me again. I'm not sure. Uh, do you think a Tampa Bay wide receiver runs it for a touchdown? I'm assuming you're saying Tampa Bay? Three Tampa Bay wide receivers. Yeah, Godwin, Evans, and Julio, and both starting running backs. Five-man daily? Mm. I don't know about a running touchdown. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Reyes says, I'm excited about fantasy this week. Well, let me take a break. We can come back. Uh, thank you, Slave Booty. S slave Booty is going to entertain the chat. He's really trying to get me to take him on the road. All right, so we'll play sitting on the corner doing dope. That's fine. I'm going to get rid of this shit soon. Yeah, 2023. Maybe we'll just make it go away and 
Kyle King can have it, right? All right, uh, we'll be back right after this. This is Barry on Deck. I'm here with Barry Lavin. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. we got plenty of show to go. Tons of show. We go till five. Tons of sports to talk about. So hang in there. I'll be right back. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner, corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed.
back to hour number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, you go have sex with yourself. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try this. It's a lukewarm tea, but all I had could find was green tea. Some Lipton green tea bags. I don't know if that's going to help. I've never made tea, so I don't know, like, how hot the water's supposed to be. How long I let it steep or sit in there. I don't know. Probably gonna taste like shit. I did get some honey, uh, local honey, and just as a backup, I grabbed a water. No diet coke. I gotta, I gotta get rid of this. Uh, hey, my sweet, sweet Donna. Thank you for the reefs, sweetie. Nine months we're having a baby. All right. Uh, it is that time of the week. My favorite time. VB said, "Rip corner doing dope." Yeah. Well, you know what? I just. I got to get, uh, let me worry what I spend $8 on Barry. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? This is your first time making tea. Yeah, I've never, I don't make, I've never had tea. Like, I'm not a tea drinker. I don't, I don't make me cups of tea. I don't, anytime I have tea, I buy it at a store. I don't make tea. That's weird. I subscribed one day last week and I had to resubscribe today. That is weird. I wonder if they if Twitch is having a problem. What does that mean? Let me worry about what I spent eight dollars on, Barry. I don't understand what that means. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it does suck, VB, that uh, corner doing dope is going to go away. But you guys know me, man. I am. Uh, if nothing else, I want this show to be original. And you know, I you can do two things. If people people borrow your shit, you can get mad about it, or you just find new shit. It's like jokes. That's how I look at it. If I write a joke and somebody else does the joke, I can get mad about it. Or I could just write a new joke and fuck that joke. I don't need that joke because I'm funny. I can keep writing jokes. That's the thing about comics. If people steal your material or your jokes, I'll just write new shit. That's the difference. You 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 obviously ain't funny enough to write jokes. So you got to get others. I'm not saying about that to Kyle, but I mean, he is kind of a dick for playing the song still. Knowing that was ours in this community's. It's whatever. I'll tell him. I'm going to text him today. I'm like, hey, asshole, you still playing the song? I thought the bit was over. Uh, apparently not. Uh-oh. That's gross as shit. Oh, my God. And it's on the water bottle now? Ugh. I need a napkin. I don't have a napkin in this bitch. Damn it. Heck yeah! Oh my god, it scared the shit out of me. I have something over here. I can. Uh, what was that? Oh, John Dory! <laughs> John Dory, thank you for the resub at nine months. He says, start pushing, be your dilated to 10 centimeters. <laughs> I swear to God, John Dory, when I get out of here, you're never putting your penis in my subscription box again. Okay, that was too far. All right, we got to get my mom on the show. Enough bullshitting. My mom's probably like, you asshole. Get me on this damn show. Quit making me wait. Uh, join me on the program like she does every single week on a Monday at 3.15, but a little bit later. Ladies and gentlemen, Jenny is mom's in the building. Give it up for Jenny is mom. Hello, mother. Hey, you're not going to start doing Kyle King's show, are you? Oh, hold on, Mike. You're muted. Now you're not working again, Jenny. Your mic's not working. You can't hear me? There we go. Now I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Am uh, I centered? You're good. You're good. You look good, Jenny. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Honey, yes. when you take hot tea, 
Yeah, it's warm. Really? I, I microwaved it yeah, for a but minute. A, but a hot toddy is warm whiskey, lemon, sugar, and honey. And the lemon breaks up the mucus in the throat and leaves the pain. So you got to put them all in there together. It's got to have a little lemon in there, too. Just saying. Uh, we don't have lemon. I have, well, I have whiskey. I have honey. And I have green tea bags from Lipton. That's well, it. add a little whiskey and, and honey and, and get you some lemons. You don't have any lemon juice, even liquid lemon juice. Oh, I think I got liquid thing. lemon juice. Yeah. Yeah, you can fact. use that. Yeah. Okay. And it's good vitamin C for your throat. Can I put too, sugar so. in there? Uh-huh. You can put a little sugar in there and okay. just mix you know, it all like up, sweet... make you a little hot toddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in the day when I was eight and we used to get up on Saturday mornings and drink coffee and smoke cigarettes together. And... <laughs> Never smoked cigarettes when I was eight. Yeah. eight? Um, I smoked it, but yeah, we used, God, I, I was to, a terrible mother. I used to make we really just, sweet uh, coffee with God. I keep thinking about all those times we drove around in the car smoking while yeah. y'all, you kids, were in the car. Yeah, oh and my me and gosh. Angie, me and my sister Angie, uh, we would have to get on the floorboards, chat. We, my mom and my dad were both smokers. Now, look, this is the '80s. You know what I mean? This was this was back in the day when before we knew better. Now yeah. it's back in the day when parents didn't give a shit about their kids. Now that's the not true. We just kids. did know better, and uh, so they would just smoke in the car with all the goddamn Thank windows you. up. Hey, DJ Maddie. <laughs> happening, happy National. Well, I can't even Sasher Torte. They torta. Okay. I don't know what that means, DJ Maddie. Thank you. Um, yeah, but mom and, and dad um, used to drive around, and we would drive like from our house to Kenny, Texas, or Conroe, Texas, which back right. in the day, that was a long Kenny, way. Texas. Now it's nothing, but back then it was a long way. And um, they would just smoke their little Kent 3100s, windows up, just puffing away, big ass Ford Blue LTD rolling down the freeway <laughs> like a big ass four-door chimney. And there'd be me and my that sister was terrible. on the on the floorboard. Terrible, like I know. And then you both became smokers. I can't of breathe. Course. Yeah, and yeah, and then we started smoking. I started smoking at like thirteen. No, well, I didn't know about it if you were smoking at thirteen. Yeah, you did. Well, no, no maybe I did you knew not. Like fifteen. I think you, you started fifteen or sixteen. 15. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and no, you're right because I, I started smoking crack at sixteen. Oh yeah. And that you let me do that. Barry, yeah. Why do you want to tell those people that? Because it's Same true. I think, I think they should know. You were a cool mom. You're like, yeah, you want to smoke your little cigarettes? Go I ahead. Never when you're ready, when you're ready to graduate to the real stuff, hit me up, son. I'm just uh, saying, chat. Yeah, yeah, guys, don't That's believe how any she did of that. It. That's how crap. she did it. That was the bad was back in the day. <laughs> uh spoons that I smoked weed with Jenny. Okay, well, first of all, we're not gonna be making jokes about my mom. I never smoked weed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's listen. Don't, don't be like, oh, I did this with Jenny. Okay. Let's calm down. <laughs> talk about somebody else's mom. Not mine. Um, yeah. You're the only one allowed to talk about your mom. Talk right? shit about her. That's right. There you go. That's there exactly you go. right. Uh, riding around in a car full of smoke and no seatbelts. Those were the days. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no seatbelts. Seat oh my god. That was back then when you maybe had an eight track player in the car or or you had an AM radio and to set to set the the station, you had these pull out tabs 
And you would you have, have to pull them out and push it all the way in. Pull it out and then push that bitch back in. And that set the station. It was, it was, it was, it was great technology. It was a simple time. Yeah. Very, yeah. very simple. It was a much simpler time back then when yes, it 13 was. year olds smoked cigarettes with their moms and uh, drank coffee. <laughs> you didn't either. Get your story straight. Um, when, when did you start smoking? At what age? Uh, I didn't start smoking until I went to college because if you got caught smoking in high school, you got kicked out of cheerleading, drill oh. team, everything. Well. So I wasn't going to take a chance. Yeah. That was too important Although there were a couple of slumber parties where we might have smoked, but you know, everybody what? was sworn to secrecy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Ooh, you guys but I didn't have crazy. a drink till I got to college. Really? So you didn't drink really? or smoke until you got to college? Or you had no. a couple puffs on a cigarette. Did y'all even inhale? No. You were probably like. <sighs> I thought it tasted terrible. <laughs> well, I told the story about you throwing up on weed uh, on this show, I think. What? Yeah. Wasn't it you that got the smoked weed and threw up? Or was it dad? No. I never smoked weed. Must have been your dad. I never oh, smoked weed. Oh, maybe it was weed. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was talking about it uh, last Get week. Get your parents week. straight. Well, look. You guys are such goody two-shoes. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Well, I was back then. Yeah, well, that was too. I mean, yeah, well, that was that was just the way it was back then. I mean, you you didn't, you know, you got caught smoking or drinking, and oof, you were in big Nasty, trouble. Nasty, he said my dad always had a beer in his lap while driving. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine. Yeah, we had a, well, my a, dad a cooler, and my dad yeah. we'd be driving to Kenny, Texas, or Conroe, Texas, or wherever we were going. And my dad would, he would finish, uh, he called them, uh, pearl red dots. It was a uh, pearl light. And that's what he drank at first. Yep. And he would, he'd be like, give me another yep. red dot. And he would take the empty and he would just put it behind the seat and we would get into the cooler and give him another beer. We literally are committing crimes for our parents, giving them alcohol yep. to drive with. Uh, and that wasn't even the worst part chat. The worst part was the pee cup. That was the worst oh. fucking part. Is my dad had oh, a pee yeah. cup in his car, and he would not stop. I know he's going to really appreciate you telling this. Oh, there's so many dads that do that. <laughs> but he would just be in a cup. How many? Okay, chat. Put a one in the chat if your dad had a pee cup in his car. I, I'm gonna, I think you're going to be surprised how many ones pop up in the chat, Mom. I, I don't know why that was a thing, but dad's just, I ain't stopping on this well, goddamn trip. I can pee in this cup. And then you get to a red light and dump it out. Go. There you go. You know, my dad always drove around. Three ones, right like that. Look at that. Just, I told you, Jenny. Boom, one. It was a coffee can. Damn. Coffee can. I picture dad's dong. He's peeing in a fucking coffee can? Well, he didn't want to, he didn't want to miss it. Hey, I, uh, my my dad drove around. Hold on, I'm sorry, mom. John Dory said, uh, he put a two and said my mom had one. Oh, that would be difficult. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is so funny. All right, Mom, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, my dad drove around with the scotch and soda in the car all the time. Really? That yeah, he just, had a full bar yeah. in the glove compartment. You just open it yeah. up. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, things were different. Thank goodness that, you know, kids are a little more protected these days. But we honestly didn't know any better. I mean, we really didn't. You didn't know that getting shit faced drunk and driving was a bad idea. You didn't. Oh know that no, I never did that. Kids in the car. Oh, and now smoking with my kids in the car, we just 
never thought about it. You know, we didn't know how bad smoking was for you. I mean, everywhere you looked, it was advertisement that smoking was good for you and cool and calmed your nerves. And, you know, everybody smoked. There were very few people that didn't smoke. That's why we all died of the ones that kept smoking had lung cancer. How long has it been since you smoked a cigarette, Mom? Um, 2006. Wow. Well, Paul, thank Paul thinks 2002, but it's been 2006. You, you bummed one and four years later. Oh, God, no. I smoked all the time. He just didn't know it. Oh, he thinks it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I would, you know, you know how you do this? You smoke and then you spray yeah, around the no. car and then you're doing yeah. this before you go in the house. Oh, yeah. I know because I used to do when it we before were in you Reno, said it was okay for yeah. me to smoke as a kid. Of course. <laughs> Did it all the time. Yeah, he he didn't like me smoking, so I always smoked when he when I so, was at work. When we were in Reno, I would smoke on the way home, and then I would air the car out and spray perfume like you on didn't me. Show up, gargle, like smoke. And, but you knew that you could tell when I smoked. How do you think Paul wasn't going to know as as a non smoker? Well, I told you the story about when we went to Washington and I had to quit. That's the reason I quit because I knew he was going to find out. Did I tell you about that? No. I had a patch on. Oh, okay. So we took so we took Taylor and her friend to Washington D.C. when we got back to Houston. Taylor's I my niece, like by the way. Chat. Yeah, it was like 2006, and I thought, oh crap, we're going to be together constantly for a week. I'm not going to be able to smoke, so. I thought, well, I guess I'll just put a patch on and maybe I can get through it. So I bought me some of those nicotine patches and I put a patch, you know, on my stomach and off we went. And the first night we were in Washington, we were getting ready to go someplace. And he goes, what's, what's that on your stomach? I went, oh, uh, it's a nicotine patch. And he goes, why do you need a nicotine patch? And I went, well, I've been having these urges lately to smoke. And I just thought I better put it on so I won't won't give in to it. <laughs> you lied to your husband? I did. But you know what? I never smoked another cigarette. That was 2006. You your, your whole relationship is built on a lie. No wonder he didn't get you the Astros. <laughs> he found out later you were a liar. He's like, I'm not getting this woman the Astros. Our whole, oh, our, the whole God. foundation of our relationship is a lie. I know, but you know, I went a whole week and I thought, well, if I can go a whole week without smoking and I quit, I never smoked another cigarette. So um, see, it, I struck, out. it was very difficult for me to quit. And you know, Oh, look, it's very difficult. I, I tried and, um, what ended up happening with me and this is such a sad story, but, um, you know, I, I was the guy I would have a patch on and still smoke. I would wear, oh. yeah, I would wear a patch and I'd That's still go a double out and whammy sm of smoke two packs a day. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. I was, I was up to two packs to almost two and a half packs a day by the time I quit. But oh, what wow. made me quit was one day Nora and I were watching a TV together, sitting in the living room on the couch. And, um, the show was about smokers and it was a, well, no, the show was about something else. It was about couples or I, I don't know, but the, the, the guy was a, a lifelong smoker and he had emphysema and he couldn't move. Like he literally, cause you remember, so my grandfather, your mom's uh, husband, your stepdad, my step grandpa, he had emphysema and we would watch Mel. And my first stepfather too. Yeah. yeah well, I, I didn't really know him, but Mel, I, I remember watching him. Like he couldn't walk mm -hmm. to the truck. He'd get in the truck. We'd have to sit yeah. there for 10 minutes before he left just to catch his breath. Right. It was really sad. Yeah. yeah. And um, he would just sit there and breathe heavy in the chair. It was just crazy. But this guy 
couldn't move. That's how bad it was. Like any movement and he just couldn't breathe. So he literally was just laying on a couch and dying. And his wife was working three jobs just to be able to pay a few bills and get them all the, you know, medication. But they were just had mounds of debt because she didn't have good insurance and he had the emphysema and she's just running herself ragged, working three and because they, you know, they can't afford it. There's no one to take care of him. So not only is she working three jobs, she's taking care of this man with emphysema who literally can't even do anything because he can't move. And it was the mo- it was the saddest thing I had ever seen. And I look over and I see a tear come down Nora's face. And I'm not exaggerating and I'm not saying that for a story. And she's thinking that's me in 20 years. I looked over and I see my wife start to cry. Just one tear. And I, and I immediately knew what she was thinking. That's going to be me. And I uh-huh. thought, no, it's not. And I didn't say anything. I just, but I quit. I went into the doctor that, that, that week and I was like, you've got to help me. Uh, and he gave Good me this for shit, you, Barry. And he gave me this shit called Zyban, which is an antidepressant mm-hmm. right. uh, that also suppresses like the, the desire for nicotine. And I never smoked again. Well, in fact, the way yeah. that he did it was I said, so when I start taking Zyban, am I supposed to stop smoking? He goes, no, you'll quit on your own. I was like, nah, I won't. He goes, yeah, you will. He goes, I promise you, you'll just not want to smoke anymore. It'll just slowly go away. I was like, okay. Yeah, and you know what's so funny I is now for two yeah. more weeks, but I just slowly just stopped slowly. Yeah. yeah. What's so funny is now if I get around smoke, like I go in a casino or there, oh, I get a sore throat, I get an earache, I, I'm coughing. I'm thinking, how the hell did I ever? How was I a smoker when I'm so allergic to it? Now yeah, I don't bad. know. Anyway, I'm glad I quit. I'm glad you awful. quit. Yeah, the smell is just, ugh, it's so disgusting. It's terrible. The it's worst, terrible. former smokers are the worst when they're around cigarettes. It's just, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Donald said, newsflash, we can still smell it. Yeah, that's the thing, Jim. You were getting busted. <laughs> Paul just wasn't saying anything. Uh, and B. Hannon said, the cover-up is the worst smell. Yeah, right? Um, so, uh, anything going on? And you got anything going on, Mom? Oh, I got my girls coming tomorrow from a card party. So I'm getting ready for that cooking and getting everything done. I watched three soccer games this past week. Look at you. Yay. Look at you. I don't know any more than I did the first 10 minutes. I watched the first game, but. Did you watch USA Iran? Did you watch that? I did. I did. And then I watched USA in the Netherlands. I didn't get to watch that one. I was on the road. Yeah. Well, like I said, I don't know any more than I did, but I watched it. So I'm a. So are you going to be a soccer fan? fan. You're going to watch it going forward? uh, Just random Uh, dynamo games? Probably not. Probably not. But I'm I'm trying to be open-minded and learn something about it. I've been watching U of H basketball. Saw the St. Mary's U of H game. That was great. U of H has got a real test coming up. They're playing Virginia and Alabama here in the next few weeks. So we'll just see yeah. how good they are. Look at you. So I'm excited about them. Well, good. And, you know, just watching football and getting ready for Christmas, Christmas shopping. So what do you want for Christmas, by the way? Uh, I have a whole Amazon list, but I don't want anybody to give me anything. Well, then I, why do you have a list? Well, just cause for shit that I can get next year. But I don't, oh. well, yeah, no, I'm not like, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody to buy me any gifts. Well, it's not necessary. You know, I'm 48. I'm 48. I don't need any Christmas gifts. It's Christmas. Oh, yeah. oh, you old humbug. Scrooge. You don't need, if you're still 48 and you still give your parents a Christmas list, you're, you're an asshole. 
Well, no, but I mean, you could have, you, you're bound to be something that you want. If you're going to buy something for somebody, you want it to be something they want. I guess I'll just give you a gift card again. You don't need to give me anything. So I'm there. 48. I'm a grown ass man. I don't need I a don't Christmas care. gift. I don't care. I mean, it's different care. when you're a parent, like your kids, you know, can still buy you stuff, but you don't get your 48 year old son a Christmas gift. He's, he's a grown ass yeah. man. You know, you've completely, completely lost the whole point of Christmas. As far as gift giving goes, the whole so, point of Christmas yeah. is Jesus, Jenny, not Amazon. Exactly, yeah. but but giving gifts is a time that that people Listen, celebrate Christmas. Don't screw hey, me on don't, Christmas. Don't Who's argue the one with in your a mother. Christmas show. I'm gonna start smoking. If Who's you get the smart one with in, me? Oh well, <laughs> I'm the one. It's be your fault. In a Christmas show, dressed up in a fucking camel. Oh, I had so much fun at your That's show, so Barry, and I have pictures, and I will sell you those. Will not. I will sell those I to raise am Christmas money. Mortified of that, and I heartthrob came to the show uh, on Saturday, and he was like, "Oh, you're so much heartthrob on Saturday, oh, okay. Philip Barnard," and he was like, "Because he's he's he lives in uh, Ponca City, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, which is where I was." On Saturday, right. he goes, oh, you're in so much trouble <laughs> on Monday. I said, listen. Oh, I have some really I don't good care pictures. if you post the pictures of me as a grandma. I really don't. That was fun and funny. But honest to God, the camel thing is humiliating. It's degrading. And it's not funny to me. And so okay. why are you doing that, Mom? That's, I'm dead ass serious. Like, I'm not. I didn't post a thing. But I just want you to know that I have it. Okay. So, well, <laughs> and there were really, some really good ones. I'm just telling. I you, enjoyed the show. The, we the, have we the, had fun. The grandma thing is funny to me. The camel thing, yeah, is it not. was. So funny. That's what I. That's yeah. what I told Heartthrob. Like, hey, just don't do that. Like, that's I already hate doing it. So, yeah. you, you you made a, f- a funny grandma, but it was a good show. I enjoyed the whole show. It's fun. I, really I didn't did. know it uh, was a great I, show. I, I I I don't know why he chose me because I can't sing, but I'm like, <laughs> I thought you sounded great. And you know what? I when you were singing and you were doing that that long song about the the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, I was surprised that you remembered all those words. To oh the no, we have them. Song we have them written written down on the stage. Oh, okay. It. I was yeah, going to no, be no. like, "Dang, Barry, I'm this impressed." Memory? How bad this memory yeah, is. No You're kidding. Crazy. You were insane. <laughs> Uh, game day OJ said your mom's the best go Cougs. What's up, girl? Uh, Saturday hey, wouldn't have been so bad if somebody hadn't spilled water on the soundboard and screwed up the lights. Oh, yeah. So in the middle of my set, mom, you know, I come out and do some. When comedy, was this? Uh, for Saturday. In the middle of my set. Oh, Saturday. About three minutes in, maybe five minutes into my set. And uh, the lights just start flashing and flickering and go dark and they're blinking. And uh, I'm just like, what is happening right now? Is this like, am I supposed to start stripping right now? What is going on? <laughs> and uh, then I just go out and they go, it was just like two minutes of chaos. And, you know, you can't really, you got to keep rolling. So I'm trying to make jokes about oh, it. Oh, yeah. It was, Show goes on. It was insane. It was insane. D-Miles said, I have a hundred bucks well, for the happened? camel picture. Uh, How uh, many bucks? A hundred. <laughs> Dimata oh. obviously doesn't want to be a part of this community anymore. I, I, I love that you guys think talk. I'm fucking playing. <laughs> you actually know, and I know you're not serious, but like, I love that some of y'all think I'm playing. I'm not at all. Like, it's not, it's not a thing. If I wasn't fucking broke, I wouldn't have done it. So I just want y'all to know that sometimes you swallow your pride and do shit you want to, don't want to do, but it's, it's, it's not funny to me. 
That's all. I'm just saying. Well, your your routine your your routine was good. It was a good show, Barry. I know you didn't like the camel, but the rest of it was really a good show. It was very entertaining. Have you ever done so anything where you just felt degraded and humiliated and demoralized, but you had to do it? Have you ever done anything like that? Probably. <laughs> but we won't get into that. <laughs> oh. If you tell me you were a stripper for something, I am going to lose my mind. <laughs> Serious, I'm going to no. lose my shit. No, what? I was not. I was not. I won't tell you. Are were you, you kidding? like a door to door like stripper gram? No. I'm, uh, I'm kind of worried now. Like you did some awful well, shit you back in the day. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Mom, what are you what have you done? <laughs> oh fuck. I, I don't even want to know. You know what? I don't want to know because you're my okay. mom and I'm Good. gonna look at you and be like, what? I was just Good. I'll say this. At least I'm 48 years old. At least I never walked in on you and dad having sex. I will say that. Thank God. It's because we never had sex. No, I'm just well, kidding. That's, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's You're here, so obviously. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's pretty traumatic for a child. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, how, okay, so we did the one in the chat. How many of you parents smoked in the car? And there was a few. Day one, Donna, one deep. VB, DJ, Maddie, John Dory's. Uh, oh, that was the can. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, how many of your dads P- had a peacock? Yeah. Uh, right. Donna, one deep. VB, DJ, Maddie, uh, John Dory's mom had a peacock. Um. Oh, Spoon said we just got out and Pete Reyes had one. Uh, Dre did not. My pops would pull over wherever. So, uh, so how many of you um, had parents who smoked? No, in the car. Door door stripper gram. Does that still exist? No, that doesn't still exist. Uh, exist. <laughs> and my dad smoked too. Um, what was I going to say? Shit. I forgot what I was going to ask the chat now. I don't know. You were accusing me of being a stripper gram or something, and that's when you lost. Yeah, no. I was going to ask him something happen. else. Um, no, my mom wasn't a hitman, total Dallas. <laughs> no. Um, okay, well, I don't want to know. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. How many of you walked in on your parents having sex? Put a one in the chat. If you accident, even as, a, you know, maybe a, you were, you know, seven, eight years old, or I don't know, maybe 47 or 48 years old. I don't know. I don't know. What Are you walked in, in and did really what it was? Yeah. How many of you put a one in the chat like if you walked in on your parents having sex? B. Hannon put a one and then two ones and then four ones. B. Hannon, how many times <laughs> did your parents not have a fucking lock? God bless. <laughs> lock the door. <laughs> he said oh. too many. Would you live in like a hippie commune? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he put he put so many ones in there. It looked like computer binary. That's a lot. Bless <laughs> uh, his heart. Alan Did Dinson. it taint him for life? Uh, somebody's taint was there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alan Denson, DJ Maddie, Chris Reyes, uh, Demata. I was like five or Chris, seven. Chris Demata. Cruvius had oh never gosh. walked in, but could hear them through the door. Ooh, is that worse, Cruvius? Is yeah. it worse to hear your mommy like, oh, yeah, that's the spot. <laughs> like, It's yours, daddy. Like, what? Oh, God. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't think I'd want to hear it or see it. That would be awful. God, that would be awful. 
Uh, Hard drive said I never walked in, but my room was next to my mom's, and I had to hear it all. Oh God. dear, that would be so traumatic. I don't think I would be able to like look at you if that ever. Happened. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Well, I'm glad it never did. Yeah, and you I'm never walked never in on did. me jerking off, right? Uh, think so. no. Yeah, well, no. that's good, right? Because uh, I would have remembered it. Because I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I'd have been mortified. Oh yeah, I would've, God! I would have remembered. Um, that yeah, would be awful too. I don't think I would ever be able to. Well, I mean, you were really cool about that stuff, though. You wouldn't have made me feel like a. Well, I mean, weirdo. you were a teenage boy. It's not like it wasn't happening. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know, have made me feel on. like a weirdo. But there are some parents that would be like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, you're going to hell!" Oh my God! Yeah, you you were you were real cool about that stuff. So it been better. Well, uh, you know, what if you're it wasn't with boy. each other? What? Yeah, I don't know what that is, One Deep. Who'd you walk in on doing what, where? That's super <laughs> weird. All right, we got chat. This chat has issues. Mother, I love you to death. Thank you uh, for doing this. As love well. you too, honey. Delay. Lots to get to. See Lots you next do. week. Uh, yes. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. I wish I could um, say go Texans or go Robert Rockets or something like that, but that ain't happening. I should so. see you. I should see you before next week because I got to come over and, and do some stuff for you. I owe you a couple things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. also, don't forget. Uh, okay. I don't know if you heard it, but tonight, uh, ten fifteen, the Isaiah Factor, Fox twenty six. I heard that, but you, I didn't know what it. channel. Yeah, Fox twenty six. The Fox Isaiah 26. Factor. At what time? Ten fifteen. Ten fifteen. Okay. I will tune in. All Have right. a good show. I love you, mother. Love you. There he is. Bye, Deckheads. is mom for her weekly uh, uh, segment here on the show. Uh, so much fun. I love hanging out with my mom. She is the craziest, best person, man. I can't wait for you guys to meet her. A lot of y'all are going to get to meet her in 2023. I promise. We got a lot of shit that we're planning in 2023 um, for Barry on deck and for the comedy, Barry is funny stuff. And just in general, my brand and what we're doing. And we got Patreon shit in the works. It's going to be a lot of fun. So buckle up, bitches. Uh, 2023 is going to be good. So um, can't wait for you guys. Hey, what's up? Jamal, Real J Monkey in the building. Jenny is mama's A1. She's the best, Justin. She's the best. Uh, would it be Hennessy? Oh, the lotion underneath the bed. Yeah, my sister told my grandmother that she heard mom and dad having a conversation. Granny asked what she said, and she told us my mom turned red and my dad died laughing. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's super embarrassing. But we're only telling y'all the location on the Discord. What? What? But we're only telling y'all the location on the Discord. Oh. Uh. Okay, so let's get to this. Let's we got some college football to discuss. Did Christian leave? Christian, are you still here? We got to get to that. Uh, actually, before we before we get to that at your um, college football playoffs, real quick, real quick, I I want to do this. I I can't do the shot. I will not be able to finish the show if I do another shot of that whiskey. However, we still have to acknowledge because I wasn't here last week for it, but we still have to acknowledge. Awesome birthdays, bitches. Let's go. Yeah, baby. Uh, we had two birthdays on Thursday. And we did not have a show because I was on the road. So I need to say what's up and happy birthday to two dope-ass deckheads. Two really special people. First up on the docket, Black Sheep, my dude, my guy. Um, 
Happy birthday to you, Black Sheep. I hope you had a good birthday. I know it's several days late. Better late than never, I guess. Uh, but Black Sheep's birthday was on Thursday. I hope that uh, I, I saw several people wish him happy birthday in the chat. I mean, on the Discord. So happy birthday to you, Black Sheep. I'm sorry that I was off and we didn't get to it on Wednesday. And the same is true for another Thursday birthday girl, Sylvia! Sylvia, happy birthday, sweetie. Um, I'm, again, just like with Black Sheep, I'm really sorry that, uh, that I didn't have a show on your birthday so I could say happy birthday. But uh, love you to death. Appreciate all your support, Sylvia. You have been so amazing. And uh, you're such an important part of this community. And I am so thankful to have you and Black Sheep, both of you. So I'll say this uh, to both of you. Cheers. And I hope that you guys had a fantastic birthday. And I hope that you both got some roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Uh, happy birthday to both of you guys. Cheers, y'all. This is just... Oh, man. Uh, take a shot for them, for me and my marriage. 12-2-22. Let's go! Yeah, happy birthday, Sylvia. Uh, happy birthday, Black Sheep. Uh, I hope you guys had a uh, badass birthday. All right. I don't have like a smooth out on that. Uh, yeah. Hey, congrats, Justin. Uh, happy for you, dude. That was uh 2 I was, did you guys end up going to New Orleans like you had planned on? I know you and I had talked a while back when I married uh, Shelby and her man. Uh, you guys were talking about doing that. So uh, if not, I, either way, I hope that uh, I hope that it was fun and you guys uh, made some lasting memories, man. And congratulations on uh, getting married. All right. Here's what I'm going to do, chat. Let's. Let's do this. Let's talk uh, college football, and then I got to take a break and get some more tea to make it through this hour because I don't know if I will. And having to do TV tonight, I'm going to have to I'm have to figure something out. I may have to get some like chloroseptic or something. It is just, and it's not like Nora looks. She's like, yeah, you don't have the flu or anything. It might just be drainage, or you're just talking too much. Okay, that's possible. All right. So let's talk some college football playoffs, and then we'll come back and we'll talk some Justin Verlander. And uh, what do the Astros do next? What's the next step for the Astros now that uh, Justin Verlander has signed with the Mets? But before we get to that, let's talk college football. What do you think? Are you happy with the top four? Did the committee get it right? Did the committee do their job appropriately? Uh, does the committee have the right four people, or the I should say the right four teams, Selected. Um, let me pull up the rankings page. Uh, and we can look at that too. So, Total House says, screw Ohio State. I like the selections this year. Buckeyes, baby. Kruvia said, Buckeyes, baby. Oh, that would be dope, Justin. Yeah, put those pictures on the uh, on the Discord. That would be dope. Um, when I look at... The options, right? If you look at the top four and then you take into consideration what other options they had. So if you didn't know or you didn't hear, you're not looking at your screen. The committee chose the top four teams to play in the uh, college football national championship playoffs uh, this year. It is Georgia at one, Michigan at two, TCU at three, and Ohio State at four. I mean, we theoretically could have another Michigan-Ohio State national title. Ain't going to happen. This is this is definitely a two-horse race, in my opinion. 
stranger things have happened. I mean, TCU just got beat by K-State. Didn't think that was going to happen. Didn't see that coming at all. Um, but I I would, you know, I think I'd be more shocked at this point if Georgia or Michigan had lost to somebody like that than a TCU. Ohio State, excuse me, Ohio State's loss was to Michigan. Not as shocking, but it still it was a thumping. So it wasn't like they, you know, it was the last second field goal or anything. So there was two undefeated teams left in the top 25. There was two one-loss teams left. In the top 25. Two undefeated teams were Georgia, Michigan. Two one-loss teams were TCU and Ohio State. So how much of this was just the committee going off of records? Okay, well, how many times did they lose? And how much of this is the committee saying these are the best four teams in football? Because look, do you think that Alabama or Tennessee... Um, or I'll, I'll, I'll use Clemson and, uh, we'll say even USC, um, hell I'll even throw in Penn state as another two loss team. Do any of those, do you think any of those teams are better than any of these four teams? I'll tell you this. I think Ohio state should have been third. And I think TCU should have been fourth. Now, a lot of people will say, yeah, but you don't want Ohio State and Michigan playing again. It doesn't matter. You don't take that into account. This is the four best teams in football, and you rank them accordingly. I think Georgia's the best team in football. I think Michigan is the second best. But I think Ohio State is the third best team in football because their only loss is to that team you see with the two next to it. Meanwhile, you got TCU out here dropping games to K-State, who I know is nine. That's great, but they got three losses a three-loss number nine ranked team. So you're going to have a hard time convincing me that they got it exactly right. They got the right four teams, I think. But I don't think they got the right order. I think that Ohio State should be three and TCU should be four. Now, knowing that, let's talk about if TCU is four, like I think it should be. Do you think any of those teams that I just named are better? Do you think Bama is better? Bama lost to Tennessee and LSU. That was their two losses. Tennessee lost to Georgia and South Carolina. That kind of screwed Tennessee. Clemson's losses were Notre Dame and a super hot South Carolina. Uh, USC's losses was Utah and Utah. So they just can't beat Utah. Otherwise, an unblemished record. So should you give more credence to Utah? Well, Utah has three losses. So they can beat the hell out of USC, but they lost to Florida, they lost to UCLA, and they lost to Oregon. You're not going to have a three-loss team in the the playoffs. You're just not going to do it. What about Penn State? Here's where I think it gets interesting because... A lot of people would say, no, no way, no way in hell. But hear me out on this. If let's, let's take away conferences. Let's take away schedules and who's played what and where. But if I told you that in all the land, there was a team whose only two losses were to one of the three top-ranked teams in the country. 
but there were other teams in consideration who maybe lost to the number nine team in the country. And it was their only loss, but it wasn't great. It wasn't super pretty. What was the final score of that game? 31-28. Eh. Still. Overtime loss. It's still a loss. But there was a team whose only two losses was to team was to two teams ahead of that team at number four and the team itself. I think there's a real and legitimate case to be made that the college football playoffs should be Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. You can tell me that there's no way you would put three teams in the college football playoffs, but if I'm looking at Penn State, like who else did they play besides that? I mean, you play your schedule, right? But you can say the same thing about some of the other. Who else did TCU play? Besides the their one loss to K-State. They beat Texas. Eh. They beat K-State earlier. Okay. They beat Oak State. Pretty good. KU, OU. I mean, these are not good. These are these are middle-tier programs and middle-tier schools in the top 25. These are not great teams, right? Now, is the Big Ten great? No. But if you're gonna have Michigan in and you're gonna have Ohio State in. What was the what was Michigan's outside conference uh, schedule look, look look like, or just their schedule in general? Let's let's take a gander at that. Let's just take a look at Michigan and Ohio State's schedule. So Michigan played two ranked teams this year. Two ranked teams. Are you are you are you picking up what I'm putting down here, Chat? Oklahoma was ranked before. Yeah, depends on when they were ranked. I'm just talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right now. Let me pull this up. Because I, I think this is important. I, I think we get hung up in, well, you can't have this many teams from one conference. Well, what if the three best teams in the three of the four best teams in the country are in the same conference? Because this is Michigan's schedule. Mm, how's that look? Penn State and Ohio State is the only two ranked teams they they played. They beat them both. Good for you. You got two wins against two ranked teams. Ohio State at least beat another ranked team, Notre Dame, who is now, oh, where are they at? Did they fall out? Uh, Yeah, I guess they did. No, no, there they go, 21, sorry. So Ohio State beat the number five team in the nation at the time, and then they have a, a, a ranked win against uh, Penn State, and then they lost to Michigan. So, Ohio State's played three ranked teams. Penn State has played two ranked teams and lost both. Okay. 41-17 was blowout. 44-31, a little bit closer. I didn't watch that game. I couldn't tell you if it was, you know, just garbage points or what. But all I can tell you is, Penn State's only two losses are to teams above them. It, it, some people are making a case for Bama. They really are. They're like, oh, well, Bama, I mean, they, they're, they you know, Tennessee, but yeah, and then they lost to LSU, but guess what? Neither of those teams right now are ranked ahead of Bama. So you basically lost to teams that are inferior to you, according to the rankings. LSU is 17. Tennessee's right behind you at six. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I said is blowout. That's what I said. I said, I, I didn't see the other one. 
So I think that they got it right. I will still say this. I think that they got it right. But I think Penn State alum and Penn State people have a legitimate argument to say we should have been we should have had that four spot. It shouldn't have been TCU. Who you know? I mean TCU. Uh, a lot of a lot of teams ranked in the Big Twelve, and you know I guess maybe that's what the maybe that's the where the credit goes to right. 18, 19, 8, 17. Where are they now? Let's see. OU is ranked. Uh, oh, hmm. Okay. Well, that's okay. We can we can find some more here. We can find some more here. No worries. So OU's not ranked anymore. K State or Kansas? Excuse me. Kansas is ranked. Um, hmm. Okay. No. No problem. No problem at all. No problem at all. Nope. Nope. No big deal. Uh, the next ranked team, uh, Oklahoma State. There we go. We got one. Oklahoma State is right. Um, hmm, that's that's not there either. Uh, okay, no worries, no worries. Uh, Kansas State, we know is on there. Kansas State, there you go at number nine. So they got a they got a legit win over the number nine uh, ranked team in the country now. And then and then they have Texas on the list, and that is uh, twenty. So legitimately. TCU has two wins over two ranked teams, nine and twenty, and I guess that trumps two losses to two, the number two and number four ranked team in the country. I don't know. Just, just makes some sense to me. Um, just makes some sense. Uh, Real J. Monkey said, even with LSU's A and M loss, if they beat Georgia, would should they be it? No, no, no. Mm-mm. I think that they would be uh, New Year's Six bowl. Eligible, obviously, I think that they would be ranked five, six, seven, somewhere in there, kind of like Tennessee and Bama and, and all that. But no, I don't. I don't think you would. Not not all things considered, I think Michigan would go to one. <clears throat> Georgia would go to two. I think that's how that would go down. Because if they're going to give credit to TCU's only loss, only loss, uh, being against K State in the in the conference championship game and close. Yeah, I think they would do the same thing with Georgia. And, you know, K-State got a bump for that. They moved up a spot. They're number nine, so LSU would be the same, right? LSU would have been up there. LSU fell three spots. They probably would have cracked the top ten with a win over Georgia. So, hey, what's up, Tony the Handsome? Long time no see, buddy. Look at Kareem, Rock Talk Jayhawk. Uh, Even with, let's see, I think if Tennessee had the QB, they might have been in. Now, that's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. Um, it, but is the committee taking that into consideration? Right? Like, I mean, is that something? Because South Carolina got, like, super hot down the stretch. Um, But I don't know. Does the committee take into account injuries when they see these teams? I mean, if that was the case, are you taking in the backup quarterback at Clemson now? The DJU uh, we know is entering the transfer portal, but he got benched. I don't know. Um, I I do, at the end of the day, I said it, I'll say it again, they got it right. I think so. Except they got the right four teams. I don't think they got the right order. I think it should be Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. But there's cases to be made for uh, Penn State. There's cases to be made for uh, Bama. And maybe Tennessee. So, uh, let's see what is this. 
Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Again, my throat's all jacked up. Tony Nansel says Cougs versus Ragin' Cajuns might be the best bowl game of the season. Stop that, Tony. Stop it. Uh, SEC top 25-6. Big 10 top 25-4. Big 12 top 25-3. ACC top 25-5. Pac-12 top 25-3. American top 25-2. Conference USA top 25 teams zero. Uh, uh, Kareem said it matters, but it doesn't matter. Um, guess. Yeah, three of those four teams uh, for the Big Ten are all right. You know, the two of them are in the uh, top four. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, strength of schedule does matter, and who you play matters. But I think at the end of the day, too, one of the things the committee has to do a better job of, and we're going to talk Justin Verlander next. I'm going to give you guys my ideas of what I think Astros need to do. But one of the things I think the committee has got to start doing and taking into account is who do they think is the better team, right? Like, do you honestly and truly believe that TCU – could beat Ohio State if they played each other tomorrow. How many people in the chat truly believe TCU is a better football team than Ohio State? How many of you truly believe that? Put a one in the chat if you truly believe TCU is better than Ohio State. Because you couldn't even convince me TCU is better than Alabama or Tennessee and maybe not even Penn State or USC. I just don't believe in this team. I'm sorry. And maybe I'm doing them a disservice. But how many of you put a one in the chat if you honestly believe TCU could beat every team behind them in the rankings? Because that's that's the thing that this committee has got to start doing a better job of. Who's the best four teams? Because some of it is, well, they've only got one loss. Well, yeah, but if you play, you know, and to play in a conference where, well, but when they played them, they were ranked. Well, they're not ranked now. That's it's a, it's indicative of how good this team is overall. Well, they were hot early on. That doesn't matter. You still it's still on your record. One uh, can't beat is a better way to phrase it. Uh, uh, one I uh, I only seen one dominant team, and that's Georgia. Celio said, "Okay, Big Twelve is more like Group of Five or Power five. Donna said, or uh, Arthur said, Donna close to six hundred players in the portal by the end of the day. Yeah, it's been crazy. A and M players probably going to lose players to transfer portal. Well, they already have. They lost King, one of their quarter. They've lost two quarterbacks, I should say, to the transfer portal. They lost a defensive end, uh, and I think they lost one other guy, maybe a corner." To the portal. And now I've got a link for the whole portal that we'll pull up as well, the whole transfer portal. But it's been a hot mess, man. It's been pretty crazy. Um, what is this? I'm at the dentist's office. Take TCU out. Uh, take TCU out talk is more painful. What? TCU needs to be four. Okay. Is this, if Thor said, does A&M still have a chance, Barry? You know what? The win against LSU probably helped a little bit. And I don't know if I believe Jimbo. I'd like to talk to other sources within the organization, which I have one. I probably should have called him or texted him, but I don't talk that much. But I, I, I maybe should have said, hey, is, is morale really that good? Because we're getting a lot of chatter from oh, inside the locker room. These guys are still playing for each other. and They believe in each other. And Okay, well, that's good, but 
is that true or is that just you trying to ham it up and, and recruit at the same time? So do they have a chance for what to hang on to some of their recruits? There probably there's going to be some attrition, but I think they'll also probably pick some guys up out of the porters portal as well. I would have loved to see them make a run at maybe like a DJU uh, from Clemson. Maybe, maybe, you know what, if you got a quarterback problem, which they do, if you lack talent at the position, I understand he struggled on the stretch, but I don't know. So uh, you have to give Jimbo time with his number one recruiting class. Yeah, but this is a, what you, they can't play that bad. And I get it. They're young. I get it. A&M is young, but they looked awful. It's okay to lose three games in the SEC when you're young. But to not even have a winning record and to lose to some of the teams that they lost to and how they lost, there's just no, absolutely no excuse. Um, none whatsoever. Now, let's see here. Uh, yes. Oh, I was going to pull up the transfer portal. Let's do that. Let's see. Frick, did it go? There we go. Transfer portal updates. I'll resize that. All right. So here is the transfer portal, the latest and greatest. Uh, so the last time I looked at it was right here this morning when I was show prepping. So since then, and that was the uh, DJ Unga Lele. Uh, Ung, am I saying that right? Unga Lele. Uh, Lele yeah, Lele. Uh, is transferring from Clemson since then. Oregon lost a linebacker, Justin Flo. Oak State lost Spencer Sanders. That's big. Uh, Cal lost a linebacker. USC lost a linebacker. Clemson lost a linebacker. Vatek lost a defensive back. Uh, Ohio State lost a linebacker. Oak State lost uh, a safety. So there's been a lot of movement, and you might be wondering, well, well what, is it, what does it look like for the Aggies? So I'll, I'll show you here. Uh, Haynes King transferred along with another one, and that was... Uh, where'd it go? Hold on, let me try this. We'll just do Texas. There we go. All right. So this was Haynes King entering the transfer portal. Uh, cornerback Denver Harris is left, so that's two. And then uh, uh, Tunmai's Adelaide uh, left as an edge rusher, so that's three. Uh, where else? That's tech. That's Texas. There you go. Um, LJ Johnson Jr. left. Former top 100 running back recruit. And then, so there you go. Uh, Elijah Judy and uh, Donnell Harris Jr. also plan to enter the portal. There's a few names that I think A&M is in trouble if they lose. One of them is uh, uh, um, Musha Muhammad's son, and I forget his name. Um, but uh, Musha Muhammad Jr. It's not Musha Muhammad Jr., is it? I don't think it is. I forget the kid's name, but you can't lose him, right? You can't lose a chain. Um, those certainly are going to be huge for you. And let me find. Yeah. So there's a chain and there's a few others, right? The receiver that they lost. That was uh, boy. He was playing big. Um, but where is the dude's name receiving? There you go. Moose. There you go. Moose Muhammad the third. So, um, if they start losing that, they're in big trouble, right? If they start losing those caliber guys, Muhammad or A-Chain and guys like then A&M is in trouble. But right now, I think they're fine. They're, they're going to lose a couple guys. But Haynes King doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be the backup. But A&M's got a serious quarterback problem, so they got to get their shit together. 
But remember, too, uh, every time you lose a guy in the portal, there's an opportunity to pick one up. So a lot of these cats like, you know, DJU might be like, you know what, I'll, I'll take my chances at, at uh, A&M. With that talent, those receivers, that running back, you know, yeah, they're young. The defense is young and all that, but maybe he takes his chance. Never know. All right, so that is an update on the portal and the playoffs. We've talked baseball. Um, we'll do the AI picks tomorrow. I'll just I'll share one with you. You guys want to see one artificial intelligence pick that I use the stupid app on? Super creepy. These are really weird, but I got 50 of them. I don't know that's podcast. I don't want that. I see pictures. <clears throat> this is an app. I forget the name of the app, but what it is is you upload like 10 to 20 selfies, and then the app generates new pictures based off of, <laughs> so funny, based off of what you uploaded. And it's all AI generated. So let me find like a real weird one. Um, oh, that's so, funny. so this is supposed to be me. Um, AI generated me. I, I got I to gotta make these full screen. Let's see here. Uh, no, not with that one. Oh, they didn't have to make my, my beard that great, you assholes. That looks weird. That looks weird. That looks okay. We'll go with this one. <laughs> so this is what they generated. What does it say? Uh, Total Dallas. The the Manny Boy got UT on lock. Uh, yeah, recruit sites are saying DJU is going to play with his brother at UCLA. That's what um, Tiger Stripes in the chat said too in my DMs when because he's the one that told me it's going to happen before it happens. So. Um, Alan said, I wonder how NIL money is going to play into the portal. Huge, Alan. It's huge. And do y'all think the NFL can change who gets home field advantage in the playoffs? No, I don't think you can do that. Why would you? Uh, we have free agents and money. Ladies and gentlemen, we have pros. Pretty much. Pretty much. Every recruiting class Jimbo has has been top 10. No excuse. I tend to agree with you, Wallace. I tend to agree with you. And I would love to go back, by the way. Um, and so I could just say I told you so. I'm, I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the year, because I do it every single year that I've been in radio or doing this show, but I tell you guys about A&M and what's going to happen. They were literally, they were ranked sixth in the country before the season started. And I told you all that they are going to be a huge disappointment and a letdown for Aggie fans because they're going to lose to teams they shouldn't lose to. And then they'll mess around when it's too late and come up with a big win. LSU. That is exactly what they did again. They do it every year. Can card go from Texas to A&M? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a, there's a limit. I think you can go wherever you want. All right, so this is, so there's this big thing going around. It's, it's AI, artificial intelligence generated uh, pictures. And, um, oh, by the way, son's like, who won the roast contest? I haven't even posted it yet. So I'm going to be doing that hopefully today after the show. I'll, I got still got it because I've been on the road. So I got to get the five jokes that I like the best from the show, put them together, make the videos for all of them, and then post them. So we'll be doing that. 
basketball team sucks too. Yeah, I mean, dude, AMs. All right, enough, enough, enough. I want to share with you because we're going to move on to Justin Verlander and MLB free agency and the Astros. But I want to share with you this AI generated photo. This is just one of 50. It used old photos I had. I uploaded 20 different selfies. And why does this show my screen frozen? Is my screen frozen? That's weird. Oh, I think I accidentally hit pause or some shit on the screen. I was like, what? Is it frozen? Do I just quit now? What happened? No, we good. We good. We good. Uh, yeah, there we go. All right. Um, <clears throat> so this, <laughs> uh, this is artificial intelligence taking 20 different selfies from me and making this picture. What in the fuck is that? What in the actual weird ass broke DH gate equate Avengers looking shit is this? What in the, what is that? Look at that. What is that? Like, what is that around my eyes at the bottom? They're like half glasses. Look at the eyebrows. That's weird as shit, too. They made my forehead space. So my forehead and my eyes are space. I don't know what that is on my my head. It's like a like a hoodie or some shit. Uh, and then like I don't know what the other part is. I don't know. I don't know what like I so this is obviously a hoodie of of some kind, yeah. But what the what is this? What is this little thing right there? I don't know what that is. Um, what is I? First of all, they gave me way too much credit on the beard too. Way too much credit on the beard. But this is super weird. Like, why is my space? Why is my forehead space? <laughs> Wallace, it looks like you snorted the Milky Way. Yeah, the Watchmen. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't know what this was. This was just. Uh, I guess you know what. I'll do one more because I got. I got plenty for tomorrow. Look, that doesn't look anything like me. This is AI generated. Also, why am I cockeyed right there? I mean, that's like. What is this? What is this? Alice, I look like a Marvel hero, Captain Comedy. That's hilarious, Alan. Like uh superhero from DHK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why you have Anthony Davis's eyebrows? Yeah, bro, what right? Like those were I don't know what that is. And then they just have like half glasses there. Okay, so this was one forward. That looks nothing like me. Nothing. I don't know, B Hannon. This is what artificial intelligence thinks I look like if you combine 20 different f- selfies. That's what they came up with. I don't know why I'm cockeyed right there, but that really pisses me off. So that's that. And then here's one more. What in the fuck? Why? Okay. First of all, why is there gunshots behind me? Second of all, that just looks weird. I'm really mad at the teeth, but this looks like <sighs> this. This looks like if, if I had like, um, like a cousin, and she was like, I'm still finding out who I am. But this is what artificial intelligence created from 20 selfies. This bullshit. That's shit. It's ridiculous. 
That one looks like Asian guy from Law and Order. <laughs> Your hasn't been that long since the 90s. Probably true. I mean, it's pretty long right now, actually. That one looks 100%. Yeah, that's super weird, too. And again, cockeyed. That's super weird. Uh, Jenny is mom AI. Uh, dude, do you know how long that would take me to figure that shit out for her? So, yeah, so those are three. That looks nothing like me. That looks super. That looks the most like me, but it's like creepy. But I might make this one like my. Uh, I might make it my. Uh, let me download that. Let me make that like my avatar. Two photo. What? Nailed it. Ralphie from a Christmas story. Is that what this looks like? I mean, a little bit. What if I. I wonder if I downloaded that and put it in Google Images, what would happen? Let's see. Let's try that. Let's take this and uh, let's put it in Google. I'm not going to do it where y'all are like, oh, we can see your old screen and everything that happens. No, thanks. Um, Search. Search by image. Upload a file. Sorry for my crackly, crackly voice. You bitch. I don't need that. I don't want this. Motherfucker. Are you shitting me? Who is Steve Anton? I want you to look at this shit. Who is Steve Anton, by the way? This is visually similar images. Okay. That's some bullshit. I mean, that's pretty close, though. I pulled this dude up. Zoom in a little bit. Damn. That's jacked up. Raggedy bitches. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little bit, right? Like, it's not that far off. Holy shit. It's really close. Thanks, AI generated. So Steve Ann is an actor, stunt performer, screenwriter, producer, and director. Okay. He's 64. So you're telling me I look like a 64-year-old? That dude don't look nothing like he's 64. Nick said y'all all do look the same. Kiss my ass, Nick. So there you go. That's uh, that's how the uh, artificial intelligence uh, selfie generator thing did me. What they made me look like. Okay, let's talk Justin Verlander. I really need, eh, I'll just drink water. Fuck it. I should just do a shot of honey, huh? Mickey Rourke, he's 45. Is he really? I said 64. I wonder if I should just eat honey. Is that going to, uh, you know, I'll do a spoonful. Oh, God damn. That is disgusting. Mm-mm. That's gross. Uh, no, it's got like a real sore throat. Not even sick. I think I just, um, the first three legs of that tour is a lot of talking and singing. And <clears throat> and yeah, I think that's what did it. But I have, when I got home, I had my wife, since she's a nurse, she looks, she's like, no, you got no. Plus, no, like, the warm tea before the show tonight might help a lot a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to do another um, thing of tea. I'm going to get it hot this time, and I'm going to add some lemon and some honey and see if that does help. 
Uh, so we shall see. By the way, if you're uh, just tuning in tonight here in Houston. Oh, Chapo! What's up, pimp? Chapo with the shoe check. Let's go, family. Um, If you are in Houston, Texas, or if you just maybe want to watch on the web, if you're not, uh, tonight, 10, 15, Fox 26, the Isaiah Factor. I will be joining Isaiah Carey on Fox 26 uh, live here in Houston to talk about uh, Deion Sanders and him leaving Jackson State to go coach at Colorado. So I'll be joining him to discuss that. So tune in. All right, now, shoe check time, uh, bitches. Y'all know I try to matchy-match. Y'all know I try to matchy-match. It doesn't always work. Uh, I'm wearing my don't quit, do it shirt with the light blue, uh, but it's on gray. But I, 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 I'm i rocking these. I figured this was close enough, right? These are kind of new. I love the jewels, by the way. Uh, Air Max are my favorite shoes. The 90s are my favorite shoe. The Air Max 90s, these. But I love the jewels uh, on any Air Max. And so, yeah, these are these are them. Those are these. These are those. So that's what I'm rocking. And I, I scotch guarded them because they're white, but sheesh. Oh, you a Chapo, you a Colorado guy? Uh, have you tried a spoonful of cinnamon before? Nice try. I'm not doing that, though. I've had RSV. Well, that the kiddo had. Uh, oh man, that sucks, Chapo. I've had RSV. Well, that's what the kiddo had. I always get what she has. Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, the, the a lot of kids are getting sick and getting the flu and shit. RSV and all that. So uh, take care of yourself, man. And the kiddo and the kiddo too. But thank you for using the uh, channel points. There's the shoe check. Okay, so let's now get to what uh, we probably should have got to a long time ago. But uh, Justin Verlander. So long, old friend. If you didn't hear, Justin Verlander signed a two-year, $86 million deal with the New York Mets today, right before we went on air. And um, saw nothing really but good and nice things being said about Verlander on Twitter. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of sports talk radio, so... I don't know what was said, being said on the airwaves here in town, but I can tell you this. Uh, if you did or, or planned to badmouth him be, for leaving, you kind of don't know how this works, and it's a stupid idea to do that. Now, yeah, you should be a fan. Should you root for Justin Verlander as a Met? Absolutely not. He's the enemy now. At the same time, though, he was an integral and huge part of the success that this franchise has had since 2017. And he absolutely has the right to do what he wants to do. You know, just like we talked about with Dion. You don't have to like it, right? And you don't have to necessarily agree with it. But at the end of the day, it's their right. There's no rules being broken. Justin Verlander gambled and bet on himself. He accepted $23 million and a one-year deal with a one-year player option. Gambled on himself coming off of Tommy John surgery. And Jim Crane got a discount for that gamble. And in return, he also got a World Series. So Jim Crane's not upset. And Justin Verlander's probably not upset. 
And you know what? At the end of the day, the Astros as a team are going to be fine. Because Framber Valdez literally was just as good as Justin Verlander last year. Save for some discrepancies in a few numbers here and there. But I promise you that teams feared Framber Valdez as much as they feared Justin Verlander. And the crazy thing is, Christian Javier, a lot of people tell you he's got the best stuff of any of those three names. But his numbers were actually as good in a lot of ways. He just didn't have as many starts and qualified. But if we pulled up all their stats, you'd be surprised at how well Christian Javier pitched statistically and just if you watched. So as we stand right now, the Astros going into 2023, their rotation would look something like Framber Valdez, Lance McCullers Jr. He's still going to be your two, even if you don't think he's better than Javier. He's going to be your two. Framber Valdez, Lance McCullers Jr., Christian Javier, uh, Luis Garcia, and the fifth spot will either be Urquidy or Hunter Brown. And that's if they don't go out and replace Justin Verlander as an ace with somebody else. Rodon is out there, but he's probably going to command somewhere between 30 and $35 million. You figured that slot for Verlander was at 23. Could you find somebody for that? I don't know. I mean, Thor, you know, Noah Syndergaard's a free agent. There's some free agents that you're like, ah, a bit of a gamble if you tried. Maybe it's worth it because you have the rotation to fade it. And if you get lightning in a bottle with Thor, not that Thor in the chat, but uh, Noah Syndergaard, and maybe he, you know, he didn't pitch terrible last year, but he's not the guy he was. So, you know, maybe if you don't spend the $23 million and you just want to spend, you know, 8, 10, 12 million on an arm, but I don't think they need to do that. If I'm the Houston Astros, the arms I have, that's my rotation. Now, if Fromber gets hurt in season, if Javier goes down, if something like that happens, McCullers again, and they're Dunskis for the year, and you still think, because they will, you still think you have a chance at winning a World Series, and they do, they'll be the favorite, even losing Justin Verlander. I promise you, chat. I promise you, Houston. Even losing Justin Verlander, the Houston Astros will be the favorite going into the season. Doesn't mean they're going to be like that after the end of April. But the Astros will be still the favorite to win the World Series or at least represent the American League going into this coming season. Even if they just, the moves that they've made, if that's all they do. But with that money freed up and the money you didn't have to spend at 46 or whatever it was, now you can go out and find you a bona fide center fielder. Now you can go out and find you, if you want, a bona fide left fielder and just rotate them between, you know, if, uh, if, if Jordan wants to play left and listen, Jeff Bagwell last week talking about after they signed the, did the Jose Abreu signing and he was all in the media and all up in the videos. I wonder if there's like a baseball team doing that. If you're tired of your former hall of fame, first baseman and owners all up in the videos, come over to death row, AKA the angels or the Mariners or Mets. But Bagwell had mentioned that he would like to see Jordan play more left field because he like he wants to play more left field and it keeps him engaged and active. Well, that's great. 
but I still don't think Jordan is an, is, a, is an above is a good left fielder. He might be above average at best, at best. And everyone's like, yeah, but he's throwing people out and he's chasing down. It's also Minute Maid. It's also Minute Maid. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not knocking him. Above average is good when you get that production at the plate. Just kind of like being well below average at the plate is good when Maldi gives you that production behind the plate. So it's fine. I'm not knocking Jordan. But I'm just saying you don't necessarily have to go out and get a left fielder, but... Maybe you want to do that. Maybe, you know, because they talked about going out and getting Wilson Contreras and making him play in left field and first base, right? So I don't know. Um, if I'm the Astros at this point, the very first thing I do is I try to go out and lock down center field. Baseball teams are built up the middle. That's the old adage, and it still stands true today, all these many years later. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's not a big deal. They don't have to replace Verlander as a starter, including your boy. But I want you guys to remember that pitching and defense still wins championships. It still gets you to ALCS titles. It still gets you into the World Series. This team had the best bullpen in the playoffs. Once the Dodgers got bounced, they had the best rotation in the playoffs. And they had one of, if not the best lineups. It's hard to beat that. So... I think the very first thing that they need to do address now that Justin is gone, now that Verlander has walked, is center field. So you might be like, well, what are the options? So there's some things here. Um, I pulled up. Uh, let's just go to spot track. Let's just do this. And we can look at all of these. We can look at all these different options that they have. But if we go to spot track and we go to trackers and free agent tracker, um, we can pull that up. Oh, so there's the Trey Turner deal. He got $300 million, so the Phillies way overpaid for Trey Turner. God, that's a lot of money. Woo-wee! That is a mint. Uh, DeGrom got $37 million. Verlander got $43 million. Edwin Diaz got $20 million. Look at the Mets, man. The Mets now have $63 million tied up in Edwin Diaz and Justin Verlander. And this is what can be a problem. This is the Yankees. This is the Dodgers. This is the, what's that doing for you? The Astros have the, per, the reason why the Astros have, have a dynasty right now is because it's the perfect blend of certain money for certain players, but young, young players who are playing above what they make. The Frommers of the world, right? I mean, dude, they got a sweetheart of a deal on Alex Bregman, a sweetheart of a deal on Jordan. Christian Javier is still under team control, so they're getting this Pena MVP-level shit from a rookie. Team-friendly deal for the next five, six years with Jeremy Pena. Kyle Tucker. So, I mean, like, it's a you have to have this balance, and the Mets are just like, we're rich, we'll spend as much. That doesn't guarantee you anything. So the Mets have spent some money. There's uh, Jose Abreu's $19 million a deal year for the Astros. Uh, you see some other moves that were made, some of the other signings. Rizzo with the Yankees signed for the two-year $20 million. Um, Rafael Montero came back to the Astros. We talked about that. And then they uh, – so there you go. So let's just take a gander at center field. Let's just see what's in 
center field that's still available. Status would be available. Actually, let's do all for real quick. There you go. So these uh, are your options. I really like Nimmo. I think that would be a really good signing for them. It's going to cost them, but a, a value would be Kevin Kiermeyer. He doesn't have the sexy stats necessarily. But these are your top three. I don't think Cody Bellinger is going to be a be an Astro. I don't think he would want to be. And I don't know that they would want him. First of all, Bellinger is prone to just disappearing in the playoffs, and he's so hot or cold. The Astros, if nothing else, they've been known for being so consistent. I know Yuli fell off, but that happens, right? So I think one of the things the Astros are going to have to do is kind of look for value, too, in here, right? And the way spot track works, if you notice, excuse me, as you see it, if you see market value next to a guy, that's how you can tell that they're probably a name you should pay attention to because they won't put market value on every guy. So, like, showing you Kiermaier's stats, for example, right? Last year, seven home runs, 22 RBIs. Um, he had six stolen bases, played in 63 games, hit 228, but not a full season by any stretch. Went healthy. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a really, he's like, how can I explain? He's like, um, that's He's more of a defensive guy. I don't want to say Adam Everett. That's not a fair comparison because he's a little better than that at the plate, and he's better than Maldi at the plate. But think of him like a Maldonado in center field, right? He's not going to hit a ton, but defensively, you're getting one of the best. So, you know, like we said, championships are one up the middle. You, you're locking down center field with Kevin Kiermeyer as your center fielder, defensively at least. Uh, the other one, uh, Nimmo, that's uh, a little bit better of an option. I think he, he's going to hit a little bit more. 16 home runs, 64 RBIs, um, had an OPS of 800 in 148 games. Kind of, you know, came into his own there. Had an 838 OPS before that and an 888. So, I mean, he's kind of proven himself over the last three years. OPS stayed up, average stayed up. And he's going to hit better when he gets to Minute Maid. And he's going to hit better in this lineup. So, Donna, I love you, sweetie. Travel safe. Uh, thank you. Be safe out there. We already have a defensive center fielder. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I just don't think Jake and Chaz are all that, really, man. I think Kiermaier is a better defender by far over those two. But that's just me. I mean, it's just opinions. Uh, so there you go. So, I mean, like, you know, maybe a Nimmo, if you if you like it and you, you think he's worth it, I think that might not be a bad investment. He's 29 years old, so he's physically in his prime. It's going to cost you $21 million a year. That's a lot. But this is who they compare him to. Uh, Springer, uh, when age when signed at 31. Uh, Kike Hernandez, uh, Miles Straw, that doesn't really do a lot for me, and my, Michael Taylor. So, there you go. I mean, that gives you an idea of the range. I don't think he's a George Springer type, though. I think that might be a little bit of a stretch. A little bit of too much credit there, but at 30, they could certainly do worse, and he's definitely an upgrade over what they have. 100%. Uh, Rob said, with the lineup as is, I'm down with Chaz. I'd rather shore up catcher. I tell you what, with no Verlander, <clears throat> I think they're going to rely even more on Maldi now. And I, I think that they're going to have to. 
right? Not that other catchers can't do the job, but I think you really still want to have a guy back there that that this rotation and that bullpen trust, man. I, I'm fine with that lineup as big as it is. Just like this year, you can fade a guy that hits 180, 190. As long as he plays catcher like he does, he, you know, still defensively is solid, can gun down guys. I mean, I'm good with that. They're still going to outscore guys. So <clears throat> that's one option. You know, I mean, another option is you could, you could look at left fielders and see what options are out there if you like that. Uh, again, you know, getting Uncle Mike, I, I, I think he might be willing to come back. I'm sure they'll probably pursue him. He started to show signs of of fading, but I definitely don't want him to go out and do the Joey Gallo experiment. Even though people think he's going to hit better now that there's no shift, I still don't need to see him striking out 8,000 times. Um, Benintendi is a little interesting. He kind of had all of this uh, glamour around him early when he came in as a as a as a Red Sox uh outfielder and fell off a little bit then he kind of had this resurgence so his value is back up again so there's some options for them for sure we'll see but right now I think they feel like rolling with Jordan uh with a platoon and I don't think they'll spend a ton of money on a platoon but if they can get Brantley for you know, 6 to 8 million I think they would do that couple years and he's 35 and hopefully he bounces back uh this was his statistics and you know when he got hurt he had played in 64 games is hitting 288 it's not the mike brantley of old that we were used to but everybody's numbers were down as far as average this year anyway so you take that into account uh ops was pretty close that's a little bit more indicative of what uncle mike is going to do not as 870s as before but you know close to 800 you'll, you'll take it um, so I'd be fine if they did that. So yeah, I, at the end of the day, Astros lose Justin Verlander, but are they in trouble? Absolutely not. This team is fine. They're going to be just fine. I think you save the money on another arm. You get an outfielder. You get a good backup catcher that you trust that can maybe hit a little bit more in certain situations. It was nice having, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vasquez to come in and, and games. So Jenny's monster bring back Brantley. I would be fine with that, especially because it's not going to cost that much. But I'll tell you this, and it was said as much. Who was it? Was it it was it Michael Schwab on 790? Was talking about this. I think I'm giving credit to the right person. Uh, Virginia Button said uh, Virginia Button, we said Jenny is mom. I agree. It, but Jim Crane wants big names. That's why they signed Abreu. Right? He wants to make some big splashes. That's why they're looking at Contreras. So I think they're still going to spend a little money, which is exciting. Could you imagine another legit stick in that lineup? It's just going to be disgusting. It's already disgusting. I mean, literally, it is already nasty when you think about that lineup. And if you add a legitimate bat in there, man, one more, that's just not fair. Um, Brantley had a cute butt. Okay, that got weird. Uh, Brantley should go to the Rangers. Shut up, told Dallas. No, he should not. Uh, so there you go. So I think, obviously, they're going to need another backup catcher. Um, bullpen's fine. Rotation's fine. Now, I will say one more thing before we move off of this subject and, and bounce up out of here in just a second. What's up, Reyes? 
Uh, looking at the current NFL standings, it's mind-boggling that the Titans and Bucks are number four in their conferences, and the three wildcard teams have a better record. Yeah, we do need to take a look at that. We need to talk a little NFL here for a second. Um, I've got your injury updates for your fantasy stuff for next week, too. I'll say this last thing on the Astros. And I mentioned it earlier, but don't don't freak out if they don't make a ton of moves the rest of the offseason. Because one thing Jim Crane will do is towards the the the, the trade deadline, uh, he's very likely to go out and make another big move. And he's going to hire a GM that's going to want to do that as well. So Astros are already prohibitive favorites going in. And you know they still want to win. And you know Jim Crane's not afraid to make those moves. So feel good about yourselves, Astros fans. Uh, the future is bright. All right, let's talk some NFL before we get up out of here. Um, let's pull up some scores real fast. So it might surprise you that I watched a grand total of no games. I was on the road. I mean, it, it was nonstop going for me. But let's take a look at Evil Death and what he's saying. Looking at the current NFL standings, it's mind-boggling. The Titans and Bucks are number four in their conferences. And the three wildcard teams have a better record. Um, Avila said, I still think a sub-500 division winner can keep a playoff spot but not get rewarded for home field advantage and should play on the road against a wildcard team who's had more wins than the four seed. I'll tell you this, and I said this as much when a couple years ago when the NFC East, excuse me, oh, shit, when the NFC East sent a sub-500 team to the playoffs. I have no problem with just taking the, the top um, records before your playoffs, right? If you're going to put in uh, the top seven teams, the seven, right? Oh, no, is it eight? Why do they have a 99 there? That's weird. Is it top eight? I thought it was top seven. It is seven, right? What, why am I? Yeah, that, that Colts-Dallas game, that's the only one I did watch in the green room last night. I got uh, driving back from Oklahoma. The improv call and was like, hey, you want to open for Rosh Sharma? I was like, yeah, sure. And uh, my buddy Paul Varghese was in town with him, so we watched the Cowboy game in the locker room. Man, it was crazy. Yeah, seven teams each conference. Okay. So I have no problem with just taking the seven best records in order, right? So if you've got, like you were saying, the Titans are at seven and five, they're going to be the four seed because they're the fourth worst record among division winners. I like the way basketball does it. The divisions are fine, and that's just to cut down on cost and travel and shit like that. But at the end of the day, they all play in the American Football Conference. So you know what? Why why are the Bengals being penalized? Why are the Dolphins being penalized? Because they're in the division with the best uh, team in the AFC East. That still doesn't mean that they're not better than the Titans. So I'm kind of with you on this, Evil Death, I think. You know what? How about you seed it based on winning percentages and ties and all that? Which means the Titans would probably be the seventh seed or the sixth seed. And then between them and the Jets. I got no problem with that. And then if you want to go like to division record or division winner, right? So you would have the Titans above the Jets just because they are a division winner. Okay, cool. But that order should be Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Bengals, Dolphins, Titans, Jets. That should be the order, but it's not. <laughs> One deep made his prediction: Dallas one hundred and ten, Houston nine. 
if that. If that. And same thing over here. The Bucks, like you were saying, the Bucks are five and six. And because their division is so shitty, the Commanders would not make the playoffs. But a five and six Bucks teams would? Where's the justice in that? I mean, this should literally be uh, Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys, Niners, Giants, um, Commanders, or sorry, Seahawks, Commanders. That's it. The Bucks don't even have a bet. I mean, like, bro. The Commanders aren't going to make the playoffs, and they have they're seven five and one. But yet the Bucks, it just makes no sense to me. I don't understand how how the NFL can continue to allow that to happen. It's dumb. So I'm with you on that. Um, but we are headed for an, uh, a Cowboys Eagles clash. I think uh, now, especially now that Jimmy G is gone. Although the Vikings may have something to say about that with Kirk Cousins, but man, if you watch that game last night and you see what Philly is doing. It's hard not to believe that Philly and Dallas are the two best teams in the NFC by far. And I would entertain arguments about the Vikings. The Niners would have been there. But now that Garoppolo's gone, it's going to be interesting. I mean, look, you're you're lucky if you're a Niners fan that you still have Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey because you don't need a dynamic quarterback to get them a ball or the ball. You don't. They can they can involve themselves in the offense. So Niners are lucky in that regard. And I think they'll be able to maintain some level of, of uh success. Just not the same. Excuse me. Not the same without Jimmy G. Um AFC, man, it's it's still to me, it's still Buffalo KC, even though KC got beat again by the Bengals. It's insane to me. The Bengals started 0-2. The Bengals, bad. Ain't bad no more. Bengals are scary. The Dolphins are scary, too. And, I mean, right now, if I was picking a sleeper out of the AFC, it'd definitely be the Dolphins to do some damage, assuming everybody's healthy. But I still think the Bills and the Chiefs are the cream of the crop up there. Being as a call-up baker, let's talk about that before we get out of here, Houston sports fans. Stop clamoring for Baker Mayfield. It doesn't make sense. It's not a. It's not smart. A lot of people, I say a lot, some people were tagging me when they said, oh, Baker Mayfield's been released. Should the Texans go get him? No. 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 I've said this before. I will say it again. You have to ask yourself one question and one question only when it comes to your quarterback or getting a quarterback. Do you think you can win a Super Bowl with them? And the, if the answer is yes, then you get them and you pay them. If the answer is no, then you don't, and you find someone that you would say yes to. But you don't say yes to the mess, and Baker's a mess. Baker couldn't even keep a job on the Panthers. You couldn't even beat out Sam Darnold. Why would you want that to be your starting quarterback for your franchise going forward? Would he be a quality backup? Sure. Would he give you hope? Who cares? And then people are going to say, well, then why does you care if your Kyle Allen plays as Davis Mills? Because I never want to see Davis Mills as a quarterback again. We don't need to. There's no point. 
I mean, the, the, they're proving they can still suck and lose and get the first pick in the draft with Kyle Allen. <clears throat> but playing Davis Mills makes him think and makes others think and that there's a shot and there's not and there shouldn't be. So going and getting Baker Mayfield just makes no sense. It just, it's pointless. He's not going to win anything. And this team is so devoid of talent, I'm pretty sure you could, you could still have Deshaun Watson and none of that shit happened and they would still suck. They did a pretty good job of sucking when he was here one year. Remember that? <coughs> well, that's true. He couldn't beat out P.J. Walker time. You go, good point. I mean, just suck. Just lose. Because you know that of the quarterbacks you have on your roster and the quarterbacks you could bring in from other teams, none of them. None of We're not talking about trading golf for Matt Stafford and there being a, you know, Maybe a change of uh, venue does them some good type shit. These are all castaways. Or just guys that you've brought in and they just, I mean, you know, Davis Mills wasn't it. You tried. You took a shot third day. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But now it's time to decide, okay, these guys ain't it. So let's draft a quarterback and let's see if they're it. You got two picks in the top 10 most likely. Because the Browns are what? They're yeah, they're five and seven. Let's see. NFL draft order right now. There's gotta be a website that has that. Oh yeah, Tankathon. Of course. How did I know there'd be a Tankathon? There you go. The Texans have the first and the thirteenth pick in the draft. <clears throat> So you don't you don't need to experiment with some of these other yahoos and other things and um yeah tankathon yeah you have two chances to add a player on your defense and a player on your offense and some people are saying uh, Doug or Bryce Young which would you do um I don't know I mean I honest to God I didn't watch enough college football. If I told you, I would strictly be guessing and pretending like I knew what I was talking about. And I have sworn to you guys from the get-go, I would never do that to you. So for me to sit here and pretend like I would know, I just, I'm not going to do that to you. But I will tell you that. They have to honestly, hey, BX Vice, thanks for the follow. <laughs> Appreciate you. They do have to evaluate though. Hey, look. What's more important and what's the better value at one versus 13, right? Who's going to fall to 13? Can you get a quarterback that you might feel like could be a franchise QB at 13? I don't know. Who's a, What's a good mock drafter? Let's see. Mock draft. I know Lance Erline. That's my dude. But um, let's see. 2023 mock draft simulator. I don't give a shit about the simulator. I just want to see. <clears throat> Damn, I throw somebody's projections. SB Nation, I don't really know that cat. Uh, CBS usually has a decent mock draft, so we'll use that for now just to kind of as a as a baseline. So here you go. You're at 1-13, right? They say the Texans take Bryce Young, and then at 13, well, what the hell? 
Oh, so they were at 10, I guess, at the time. They take Quentin Johnston. Um, I don't know if I would do that even. I'd probably go defense if you could. So, I mean, they're so, they have so many holes to fill that they really, you can't go wrong, right? I mean, you could even draft a corner if you felt like that. But they need a pass rusher. They need all kinds of shit. So, I would rather see them go defense if they don't think. I mean, you have to really and truly believe that Bryce Young is the next star quarterback. You have to really and truly believe that. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. And maybe it'll just take some time. Um, <clears throat> but you know, CJ Stroud is, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I know you could probably still get a, a, a quarterback at 13. You could still, but do you think that they're going to be the answer? And what defense would be left? So I don't know. But they've got options, and that pick might tumble a little bit for the Browns just because Watson is back, and he looked terrible. Oh, he looked awful. Oh, he looked awful. But his first game almost in two years. What do you expect? It's not going to happen. So we'll get to into more NFL tomorrow. Um, talk a lot more football. We didn't even go over the injury reports. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do the third hour Patreon hour. So if you're a Patreon member... Uh, you will get the third hour private. <clears throat> I need to look into doing that live on Patreon. That might be the, that might be the play. We'll figure out how to do that. Hey, thank you to everybody that's sitting in cheers. Thank you to BX Vice for the follow. Thank you for the resubs, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, I feel like a slow day. Never showed it was a slow day. Not sure what's going on, but hey, we live to fight another day. I appreciate you guys being here, man. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for talking sports with me. Uh, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Until then, until then, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. And I will see you tomorrow. Don't forget if you're in Houston, uh, check it out tonight, 1015, Fox 26. I'll be hanging out with my guy, Isaiah Carey, talking Deion Sanders, Jackson State. Uh, what's next? So. Until then, or until tomorrow, I will see you guys. Bye. I'm going to look for a raid. I doubt it. We'll see. Uh, Brazy Beck is on. Danielle Freak in the mud. Sledge. We raid them all the time. Let me take a quick little pixie at the channel. Nope. I can never find anybody. It's, the, it's just the damnedest thing. What a mess. There's a guy lifting weights. No thanks. There's radio stations. No thanks. Oh, I should do the English tricking. Last time I put English in the search box, and that helped tremendously filter out. <clears throat> Live football sims. There's some idiot with a don't quit shirt on looking for somebody to raid. Oh. Yeah, look at that. All right, let's bounce on up out. All right, folks. See you tomorrow. Stay warm. Is it called out? I don't even know. I haven't gone outside. I have no idea. Uh, free Reyes. Reyes is free. What are you talking about, free Reyes? Thank you, Joel. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, Evil Death, you have a good night, too, man. Reyes darts. Oh, you want to raid in the mud? All right. They're probably quitting, though, aren't they? Are they quitting, though, uh, VB? 
Because about this time, I think, is when they quit. Um, yeah. Well, we'll maybe we'll pick it up tomorrow. All right. Bye, guys. And he's making a YouTube video.